What's going on? I walked like in 95 blocks in like 113 degree weather. I could tell when I like shook your hand. I was just like, this dude's yeah, he's got a temperature on him. Sorry, man. I had probably had like the don't apologize for the hands heat. and shit. No, no, no. Like, I could feel the heat emanating from your body. <laughs> it's like shaking hands with a ninja turtle. Yeah, just- exactly. Fresh from like the sewer. <laughs> Like, fresh from, like, the heat of the subway. Well, I mean, I feel like it's a coastal thing. Like, everybody, like, across country, like, the Pacific Northwest has a heat wave. It's hot in New York. It seems like it's, like, a thing going on. I think it's a global global warming thing. The world is warm. That is true. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. I just always figure, okay, so I feel like if it all comes to fruition, I'll still be good. And if I have kids, they'll be good. My grandkids may have to fend for themselves in like a water world type of situation, <laughs> but like it, it builds character. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it should, it should they're going to earn like, survival. Yeah, right? it's not going to get handed to them, bro. That's a. Would you move? Would you move to New York if it got as hot as Miami? If if New York became Miami, I'd definitely move to New York. I think that's the only thing deterring me from like the big city city life. You know. I is mean, the weather or Toronto? Imagine Toronto like Rio. That's true. I did like I lived like Toronto, man. Toronto was pretty cool. It was, it's a real big city. It was funny because like with the last time I went there twice, and the last time I went there, it was funny because I was walking and I bumped into somebody, and you know you have like that whole like oh something about to pop off, and then he comes up, he's like oh my bad, I'm sorry, and I'm like oh wow okay okay you know what I mean <laughs> like I was it, it threw me off. I was like wow Canada's. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, Canada's. Um, I thought about living in Toronto for a while. And people who listen to this podcast, I'm always talking of Canada, man. Yeah. But like when they close that border, they close that border for COVID, man. A part of me hurt. Wait, no I one felt, can go in and out. So we can't go in, but they can come here. We can't go in, and you have to have like special permission to get there. So you have Wait, to have family. Or so if I'm in Toronto and I fly out here, I can't fly back. If you're a Canadian, are you a Canadian citizen or American citizen? In this hypothetical. Uh huh. Um, Canadian citizen. If you're Canadian, you can go back. Okay. If you're American, no. No. You, 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 so unless on, you have. Only Canadian citizens. Yeah. I feel like I'm being done dirty, right? I just, I don't know if I could rekindle. Canada's got to make, teach me to love it again. You know? Well, how long are we out there for? A couple days. Oh. But I loved it. Well, I, I go. I thought I was hollering at you like you were there for years. Like. Right? No, but I go often, like. I'll, I used to go like every 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 couple of months. I'd like drive to Toronto or like Montreal. Have you ever gone during the winter? Yeah, yeah I went to Toronto during uh, January. How was that? It was cold, but worth it. I feel like the the cultural the cultural um, richness of, of Toronto made up for the coldness. Ah, uh, that's crazy, bro. You know, and like people were nicer too. It's pretty cool. It's like a big ass like major city. It's, you know what I mean? Like just structurally yeah. and everything, and but. It still has like that kind of Midwesty, like you know. Everyone knows their neighbor yeah, vibe. Yeah. yeah, they get milk in bags. Uh, yeah, I remember that. He's <laughs> like, I remember that. I know that was so odd. Like I used to rip open that bag and just start <laughs> suckling on it. That is the weirdest. Like you always know where someone's from. Like when they go to that fucking grocery store in Canada and see that, because like every, like everybody that just like starts wilding. I'm like, oh my god, what is this? They're like, okay, he's not from around here. You know, I bet it happens thousands of times to like people that work there. Dude, I I definitely took pictures. 
in the grocery store, like a, like a tourist. I was just like, whoa. And I was touching the bags. I was slapping them. I was feeling them. I was, you know, it was an experience. And I was wondering like, okay, do you just like pour it out the bag? But then I found out that every Canadian has like a milk jug that they use, a reusable milk jug. Uh, so there's a whole system behind this. Is that, that I, like a environmental thing? Is that what they do? It? I don't even know. Apparently it's only a Toronto thing. Like in other parts of Canada and Vancouver or like Saskatchewan or like, uh, that's funny. they don't even do bags. They do cartons. That's, that's, that's wild. Wait, so like, okay, you've, you've gone there often. So where's like the hood in Canada? Is it just like Toronto? It depends. Like, oh, Scarborough, my bad. Not Brenton. Scar Scarborough is like, that's where like the weekend's from. Uh, that's where like, it's like kind of grimy a little bit. Is that in the Toronto area? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a suburb. I feel like Toronto is just a bunch of like suburbs. Yeah, it doesn't have, like, that central vibe. I mean, but, like... They do have, like, downtown, but, like, most yeah. people don't live there, you know? Uh, they live in, like... That is true. I mean, it's a it's an interesting city. A lot of, lot of, lot of Eritreans in... Uh, yeah, quite a lot. Is that where you were there? Yeah, yeah. Nah, like, now nah, my cousin moved out there from Eritrea to, like, Canada, and... Once he set, got set up and stuff, he's like, oh, come. So I went there a few times. Okay. I mean, it was it was all right. I liked it. It was just, it was interesting, you know? Amer it was called like Amer America Junior. Kind of like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's big and everything, but it's just didn't have that, like, get out of my way or I might stab you vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you it's know. not a city if you're not going to get stabbed by a stranger. Yeah, yeah. But look, like, I mean, I've been seeing the news and stuff. Canada's, like, getting grimy, bro. Yeah. yeah uh, something's going on over there. I don't know what they have. Bro, like, hey, something's going on everywhere, man. If you think about it, like, just, you know, crime's skyrocketing. It's that retrograde, man. The mercury. Some mercury retrograde. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. Uh, bro, do you like it with, like, like women can come up talking about like the astrology and shit. I've learned to like it. So funny. <laughs> I've learned to like it. I've learned to like know. I feel like it's one of those things you have to know because it's so widely accepted. And it's like if you want to have a conversation with somebody, you got to know the ins and outs of your horoscope. It's so weird. And it's more so than we were young. When we were young, it was kind of like a fringe thing where the people who did it were like the, the weird kids or the crystal kids or the, mm. you know, the goth kids. And then now it's like everybody's like. You know, it's like you have to know your sign. What's your sign, by the way? Oh, I'm a Cancer, man. Also, it's, your birthday's coming up, right? Yeah, my birthday's Sunday. This it's Sunday. Sun Happy July birthday 11th. Awesome. You. Ooh, Latif, you are, how old are you turning? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Are you doing something? You're going. To, you're going to LA, right? I am. As a comic, you're gonna to go to LA. Are you going as a comic or no, as no, a no, tourist? No, God, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I lived out in LA for ooh uh, eleven years. Okay, you sound like it from I can tell from the way you talk. Yeah, I know it's a weird mix of like East Coast, you know, West everybody Coast, and like, dude, <laughs> it's, like, it's funny. I start beating my feet and cranking, and then all of a sudden surf. That's <laughs> funny. Surf. Well, I mean, like, cause it, like, well, it was funny because I was hanging out with somebody. It, it was funny because she was saying the same thing too, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I moved to DC from Redditian, so I lived there like the first one seven years like in southwest dc then i went to la and lived out of LA. then when i moved back to the east because i moved back to ba like northern virginia yeah so like in dc for like seven years but she was like how long we out in la i was like oh like 11 years she was like yeah stupid like you've been living in la longer than you live i'm like oh shit that, like it blew my mind i was like oh you're right 
that she's like, yeah, that's why you don't sound like, you know. 11 years is like a whole yeah, kid going through puberty. Yeah, like that kid, if a kid was 11, that's like, that's it. Yeah, I look back at it now. I'm like, wow, I was there for a while. Yeah. Why Why were you, where's it like family? There's also a big Eritrean community in LA. Yeah, but it's kind of like in Orange County, like the OC okay. area. So, and that's kind of a little bit further out. No, I, uh, well, this is going to get like deeper into conversations because I turned pro in Muay Thai. That's and I because I was training out here, but it wasn't like I mean, I guess now if you if you you know, let's say if I like relive my life today's time, you probably couldn't make something out of yourself in the DC fighting scene, probably would take a little longer than like, but that's why I went because I was like, bro, I can get so much further over there than I would here. Yeah, and my brother moved out there of like a few like a year before you know, before I moved out there. So, like, you know, he had a place and everything like that. So, I was like, I bet. So, I just went and, like, I had enough credits to graduate, like, from school. And I just went and, like, got the whole GED stuff like that. Went, graduated, like, moved out there, turned pro. Yeah, and was out there for a grip and a half, bro. Just, like, fighting in the octagon and, like, staking your claim. I mean, yeah, like, that in cages and in uh, Muay Thai rings. rings They keep you in cages? What you mean they keep you in cages? Wait, like when you guys have to fight in a cage? No, like they keep you in cages. Like what is Mortal Kombat and shit? Yeah, just unleash. Like ah, we got the fighters in the basement. Just I'm like wearing just the skull of my enemy. Like no, bro. Like like a gladiator. No, it's like a. I mean, because the UFC is like an octagon with like the eight sides and stuff. So most of the time, like whenever you do fight and stuff, it's like a circle, you know, or like a different shape. Does it have to be? Is that like the regulation? It's got to be either an octagon or a circle. That's an interesting question. And, and why is I, that? Why an octagon? That sounds geometric. Well, I heard it's because of Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian, the movie? Yeah. What about it? Because he fights in the octagon in the beginning. So Muay Thai is based off of Conan no, 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 the No, not Muay Thai. Because the uh, UFC, the octagon, actual oh. shape of it. And stuff. No, Muay Thai, it's a ring, like a regular boxing ring. Okay. Yeah. So what is Muay Thai for the audience? Cause, and I also, I have an idea of what it is, but like, if I saw it, I might not be able to identify it. It's... Well, I'll tell you what you can do. It's basically you could kickbox with elbows and knees. Okay. So you can punch somebody, you can kick somebody, you can also elbow somebody and knee somebody. So there's less rules. No, no, no. I mean, it's like standing up. So if you do knock, and, you know, a lot of it is uh, clinch stuff, you know, like Greco-Roman, like grabbing somebody. So a lot of times you can trip somebody, and then, you know, they'll stop the fight, and then they have to get back up, and then recontinue and stuff like that. Okay, so you can't, it's not like UFC where it's like you get your face pummeled or your brain smashed against... no it's uh, it's essentially if you think like boxing for the most part you know what i mean okay. with the refs and stuff like that like if me and like me and you are fighting muay thai and stuff like that and you're just like you know uh, i'm getting like beaten the fuck up i'm not doing the hills you know he'll tko and stop the fight or something like that. yeah too. or if you knock me down like you know he'll get standing a count like all that stuff so how did you transition from com from muay thai to comedy uh, or was that always like a thing that you were doing together? Like no, 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 no. I like I haven't fought in because that's always the weird thing about talking like about it because I haven't fought in uh, two years now, give or take. And like so, I'd always know if I should always like you know like say that I fight pro if I haven't. You know, can you ever call yourself something if you haven't done it in two years? You know, what <laughs> two I mean? years is not. I feel like if you've done it once, if you've hit pro, you earn the pro. Like that's it. Like nobody, there's not like a committee that has to review your pro ship. Every year, and you got to renew your pro card. Like you're pro. Well, yeah, no, you actually, you well, you do have to. Oh, do there's that. a there's a Muay Thai card. If you, you wanted, like, okay, like boxing state commissions and stuff like that. Like, oh. uh, okay, like I fought 
in Maryland one time. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, you know, State Athletic Commission. So you got to go there. And then, like, for, for pro, you got to have, like, a CAT scan, you know, where you, like, sit in that thing. for. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, blood test. You know, like, regular check your reflex. What do they test like for, that. like, steroids like, and stuff? Well, no, you for that, you just got to pee in the cup, like, the night of. For that stuff, it's just, you know, if you're, like, physically fit to, like, you know, to, like, do the fight. And, like, your weight class and all that, you got to... Well, yeah, I mean, they that. don't want you to fight if, like, you know, you got, like, a disease. You know what I mean? It's, oh. it's like a health check. Is it because you can contaminate? You can, like you know, contaminate or uh, well, spread your disease to the person you're fighting? Well, yeah, like, you'd okay. have to do a blood test because, okay, let's just say, like, someone's, like, has AIDS or HIV positive or stuff like that. Like, blood, like, blood happens a lot. In these oh, blood. you bleed at these things. Yeah, it, quite a lot of times, you know, most of the time, in all honesty, but it's a, it's a thing, basically. Okay, so you get tested, you get the... Yeah. Wow, so then when you... Do you have to pay that for, for that yourself, or do they pay... Depends. I mean, some no. For the most part, a lot of times, if you're like fighting the because re- like the furthest I've ever gotten along so far is like the regional scene. Mm-hmm. If you like fighting, for the most part, I mean, it's different, obviously, for like MMA or more. But for the most part, it's pretty much the same. You have like lower tier. Like as soon as you turn pro, like what's lower tier? Like a Wild Bill's fight night kind of club or something Bucky like a big Kentucky. one. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and then you'll have like the regional scene, which is like you know the most popular like organization of that like area where it'll be like on tv so you know like that local like okay like uh i fought in shogun the one in maryland and i was like on comcast you know so you like oh so you're on like cable access yeah yeah that kind of thing so it but you know it's like you're televising stuff and, and then there's the upper tier like the ufc bellator one you know all the major ones so wow. it's, it's more or less it's like that for it's different in boxing because they have like different organizations and stuff but i feel like muay thai is a very unique and like niche sport if you had told me you know I'm, i do jujitsu or i do this and that like those are more mainstream like what did you go to thailand or it was just like you heard about it and you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna study this thai martial art i don't know what's from but like it was just always just one of those things where like because i you know i moved from like Eritrea to like dc so you know don't know any english like just look at me too you know what i mean and yeah so a lot of times like people would like carry you and stuff and i wasn't one to not say anything back so then i'd get like beat up and then i'm like all right bro you're not gonna like shut up so you might as well like learn how to defend yourself kind of thing and like wow. more time i guess like at the time it was cool because like I mean, you know, you don't really get to see a lot of, like, the latest movies in Eritrea, like, as you know, so I end up watching all, like, you know, The, the Matrix. Remember in that movie, he's like, oh, I'm going to learn how to do Muay Thai. That's so cool. I'm like, ah, so even the even Neo, like... Oh, so Neo him. in the movie was doing yeah. Muay Thai. Well, in the first, like, no, it's like a line in the movie, because I remember that as a little kid. What does he say? Do you remember he's the exact... Because, like, because like, he's, like, downloading how to, like, learn how to fight. And he's like, oh, I'm going to learn how to do Muay Thai. You know, in that surfer, like, it's not like I really have to try hard to sound like Keanu. You already sound like Keanu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, like, you know, so he's like, oh, I'm going to learn how to do Muay Thai. And I was like, oh, shit, even even the one. Even the one. Yeah, I was like, I bet. So when did you move from Eritrea to to D.C.? I mean, I that, like, old, like, nine, ten. Yeah, that's very young. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, I feel like if you didn't, like, grow up there through like adolescence and stuff you know what i mean i just yeah. but it's kind of like oh it's always weird because you know i mean i thought bo- being born there and living there like i remember it for obviously so it's it's kind of like it's weird you know yeah but you definitely i feel like you're definitely like a dc dude man like 
or a Cali dude, whatever you want to claim. But um, but yeah, Richard is a big part of you as well. Were you in Asmara? No, Kata. Kata. Uh, where's where's Kata? No, no. Oh, yeah. where's that? <laughs> it's like uh, it's about like four hours south of Asmara. I could be okay. like wrong about that like you know it's not really the most popping country to go back to <laughs> like i've been back a few times since like i'm trying to think of the last time i went like ooh, four or five years ago maybe. okay like 2015 14 yeah something like that yeah, 2015 seems too soon like yeah i think like 13 14 okay that, that's dope man so dude when i first saw you i thought you were like uh sudanese honestly Oh, thank you, bro. Like Eastern like, Sudanese, you look like you're, you know, Bisha or like. Because uh, I get like Indian. Oh, you get Indian all the time. time. Yeah. I can see like Sri Lankan actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get that all. The, like I know all them countries just because specific because like Sri Lanka, Bangladesh. Ah. I'm like, oh shit. Do you have like funny scenarios that happen when, when people think that you're from like they start because for example like i grew up in a, in a town where it was like a lot of south indians and then sometimes in the grocery store they would speak to me in like tamil oh that happens all the time and they would yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and like and, and it's funny because they always be looking at me like i'm being disrespectful or you know what i mean because those yeah. like i'll go to like a say 11 one time hit the dudes are talking about like the fuck what the fuck you talking about so they don't know that i'm like it in they just think i'm like one of them sell out indian you know what i mean they'll be like oh fuck <laughs> this kid yeah you know he doesn't i'm like no no bro black like you know what i mean just it, they think you're just like not claiming your culture yeah exactly yeah, they think i'm like some kind of i don't know it's what, what is the indian version of uncle tom like i think it's uncle raj yeah uncle raj uncle raj is uncle uh, tom it, yeah well they always have like certain nicknames like i know that's for asian people what is it twinkie they always say twinkie for east asians it's twinkie for black people it's oreos yeah what is it for indian people I don't, you gotta get something with like that's brown on the outside with white filling. Oh my god, that's, I'd love to go to retreat one day. You know, I've never been. Oh, you never been, bro. Never been. Eh, He's like, uh, I mean, like, no, 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 don't get me wrong. It, like, it's beautiful, bro. I've yeah, seen pictures. I always because whenever you always have like those you know conversations with like black Americans and stuff, I always say it. it's like I can't lie to them. I'm like, it's mad cool to go to a country and see like everybody looks like me. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of cool. Like no one confuses me what I. Yeah, but you're like Eritrean. Just like okay, he's just some weird American Eritrean guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what you know. Whereas, well, in all honesty, like because I've been to a few other countries and stuff, and most of the time they they kind of think they guess pretty well. They'll be like you East African. Now, I'm not sure where, but somewhere in that realm. America is the only country where I get confused for like a Bangladeshi dude. I'm like, wait, for real? I've thought about that though. You know why it happens to a lot of East Africans? What? Is because I think there's just more South Asians in the US. Yeah. So people are more used to South Asian features. So they'll lump you in with like the majority of what they're familiar with. That's true. See what I mean? So it's like they're used to like seeing a lot of Bengalis or, yeah. or a lot of um, like Sri Lankans. So they'll be like, oh, I've seen someone who looks like you and they were Sri Lankans. So you must be Sri Lankan. I don't think East Africans have that presence yet, but we're coming up. That's true. I feel like we're, we're on the we're on the rise, man. Well, I mean, that's what I always like. I always say this was sucked about fucking like Nipsey Hustle. Like, oh man, there's like you know what I mean. This we got so one. close. I know we got one, but it's yeah. like well, God bless him because like he's my reference point. Yeah. Like even like that bit that I do about like the whole Somali pirate thing. Like you know, that's it all starts with like I'm like oh you know, Nipsey Hustle, he's a merchant. People are like oh I know him. Or I just hate him or Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, there's Tiffany Haddish. She's a Eritrean. And then there's... Who else? That's famous? I don't don't know. There's definitely somebody. Oh, there's like an R&B singer from like the early 2000s. Baby Bash, maybe? 
that people didn't know was a Eritrean, but I think it recently <laughs> came out. Let me find out Baby Bash is like from Hadagigo or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those Baby Bash It, expl- it explains so much. <laughs> oh, but, um, but yeah, it's like, I think, like, I feel like in the early 2000s, if you were East African and you were trying to make it, you just kind of just, you just didn't really, weren't loud and proud about it. Because people didn't know, you know, these people just coming out of the woodworks, like, you too? Like, you know, true. coming out of the closet. Well, I mean, well, because, like, I guess, because Ethiopia was always, like, the reference point. Because, you know, it's a pretty popular-ass country and stuff. And, like, that would always be, like, oh, where's Eritrea? I'm like, oh, it used to be part of Ethiopia. And it's, like, right on top of it. You know what I mean? It's always, yeah. like, a good reference point. I guess every country has a reference point. We, our reference point, Sudan, for a long time, people didn't know where Sudan was. We'd say, it's right under Egypt. That's interesting, man. I figured, like, Sudan's a pretty, well... I'm saying that as an Eritrean. As, like, as an oh, East African, yeah. yeah. I'm like, like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty popular country. Like, but Karen, Karen needs some help. She's a reference point. See, now that's interesting. What's more popular to the West, Sudan or Somalia? And I say Somalia because oh, of pirates. I think Somalia is more well Captain known. Phillips did it for him? I think Ilhan, Captain Phillips. Oh, that's right, Ilhan. Oh, that's true. I think there's yeah. just more. Yeah. Somalis are on the come up, bro. bro. I feel like a lot of the East African rise is like they're carrying a lot of the weight. Interesting. They're really, they're really pulling their own weight, you know, with this with this come up. Um, but Somalia is also more popping because there's bigger populations of Somalis in the U.S. That and in true. Canada than in in Eritrea compared to Sudanese people and Eritreans in general. So I think. Well, see, now I always wonder if that's true because, like, I'll always tell people, I don't really know if I necessarily check, but I'm like, oh, there's more Eritreans outside of Eritrea than there is inside Eritrea. I think that might be true. Is it's that like true? Puerto Rico. I feel like I heard that somewhere in a legit, like, place. Yeah, like Puerto Rico. Wait, is Puerto Rico like that? Yeah, place? there's more Puerto Ricans in, like, New York, apparently, than, like, than, like Puerto Rico. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. But that's it makes sense because, yeah. like, I guess the history of immigration has, like, it goes way back, right? So. Yeah, that that is true. Like you, I'm saying it like it's some kind of like anomaly, but it's I'm a pretty sure like, like I don't I, count sure again, like, count yeah. again. I'm sure it's like that for like bunch of, like they're like oh yeah, Somalia is like that too. Saudi Arabia, well no, probably not Saudi Arabia. But, but if you look at Somalia, like there's Somalis in Kenya, there's Somalis yeah. in like it's not just the U.S. and Canada, and England. Um, but it's funny too, cause like, you know, you, cause I'm sure you got like cousins and stuff that are like in the Middle East, and, you know? Oh, yeah. everyone's got cousins in Saudi and the yeah. UAE and, and all And it's those funny things. cause it's like, it, it's like a diff, it's like an interesting, like weird version of you. Like, okay. I've been watching <laughs> that show. Uh, what's it called? The, on Disney. I had a lot of free time lately. Uh, Loki. Loki. You ever watch that show? Bro? No, no. What is it about? Bro, man, you need to like smoke something. I don't have cable, man. I wish I had cable. <laughs> bro, <laughs> man, just. That illegally that. Oh, that's just, <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. Torrent, yeah. Pirate Bay. As an East African, I'm not well, going to go on a Pirate well, Bay. Well, no, as I continue the weird talk. But, like, yeah, it's like a, they have, like, different versions of them in, like, in alternate universes and stuff. So I'm always, I'm always, like, my cousins that are in the Middle East, I'm like, oh, it's like a weird, funky, like, you know, variant of, of like, someone from Eritrea that was born there, but, like, now is associated with the Arabic Middle East culture as opposed to me in the American culture. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, was this what I would be like if I grew up in, like, Egypt? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah. what is this all falahi? Like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh. 
like okay cool you know so yeah and i feel like they look at me like that too they're like oh if i grew up in like the states and stuff they, i'd probably be like this idiot you know like fighting and like <laughs> doing stand up yeah like just moron over here just <laughs> picking just abstract goals yeah it's interesting because so you look at it and you see all the ills that happen in this country but you're also like bruh i mean like i've you know i mean granted i moved here when i was young but i still clearly remember all the ill that happened you know during yeah. that time so it, you kind of look at it like it used to be part of my bit when i first moved out here because I'd, I'd be like uh when i first moved out to southwest there was this dude that was like oh hey nigga this is a project and i looked at him i'm like bruh like i just got off the phone like with my family and friends i'm like nigga every single house on my block has indoor plumbing I am never coming back. Like, you know, <laughs> so it's like, it's perspective. Like on a lot of things, you know, you just look at stuff and you're like, bro, like, you know, yeah, like you, you have indoor plumbing and paved roads. Like that is amazing to me. Like that, this is like, you know, but you know how it is. Cause like growing up in like a foreign country stuff, cause you hear the craziest shit about America. Yeah. What were some of your ideas of misconception, misconceptions about America? Oh, there's so, there's so many. Like, Before you came. <laughs> That it, it, like, cause it was just one of those things where you know, I didn't really get to see a lot of like movies and stuff. But like the few times that I did, cause I remember. Okay, now I'm thinking of the movies I saw before. Oh, well, we I, know the Matrix was one. You saw the Matrix in original. No, I'm, I no no no. I saw it here. Oh, you saw it here. Yeah. Okay. Thinking of no, I've only saw two movies over there. Um, but they're both old as shit too. Judge Dredd. The Sylvester Stallone one. Whoa, that's an old movie. Yeah, and uh, oh. the second Indiana Jones. Is that the the Indian one? Oh, the with the monkey brains. Yes, that was. Oh, that, that one. Scene. That was an iconic scene. Yeah, those are the two. So, it, you know, you it had a very like you you think everything was New York or L A for the most part. Yeah, you know what I mean. You didn't think or even like D C. You know, you just think of like pristine monuments and stuff like that. So you have just this like. The, when the water comes out of like the faucet, it's like you know juice. You know what I mean? It just, <laughs> it's like golden bricks. I'm like, yeah. oh my, because that's what because you, you know, especially during that time, that was the image that was put put out there. You know, imagine washing your hands with juice, bro. I feel like you get it. Oh, it was like okay, because like I remember. Oh, I remember when I was looking at the one face. Like there was a summer of uh, what's his name, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I remember being so little. Like tiny during kid Titanic, thing. yeah, yeah, and it was just his face on every teeth. I'm like, this, who's this white, this new white Jesus? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this mom, are we converting? Yeah, because like Titan- you know what I mean. It was just like everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, bro, like it, it was just weird. So you had this like such a positive like. Now, Sudanese people really embraced Leonardo DiCaprio during Titanic. Yeah, I remember to the extent that at every wedding to this day. The couple, the couple dances. So they dance to that song. My heart will go on. I'm trying My to think heart about. will go on. It's like it's the Titanic song, and they do like a little dance to it. I'm like, wow. I feel like that's one of those songs where like everybody likes it, but I don't. I don't know why. Cause like you know what I mean. Like I don't know. It's just one of those songs where like, I always feel like someone's gonna be like, no man, that's a banger. No, it's not. It's not that not great. Good of a song, you know. I think it was only great because of the movie. It went with the movie, and like people yeah. associated it with, with the movie, and yeah. You I know. feel like I gotta watch that movie again, bro. Cause I always think it wasn't that good. But I feel like maybe I didn't. You know, I gotta watch it again and not through like. It was good for when it came out. Imagine like this was the first time somebody. I remember it was such a long movie that it was divided into two cassettes, like two tapes. Oh, remember that? That's right. You'd yeah. buy the pack. It'd be a huge like brick, 
and you have to put in the second one. That's insane, but yeah, it's it's crazy with that too. With like the streaming, I was just thinking about that, even like the streaming services and stuff. Like you can't really make any more money. Like you know what I mean? It's 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 weird. Like I like I think that whole idea of like you know that whole Schwarzenegger like Will Smith Fourth of July you know that guy that you're the air, I think that era is over it's over bro like you, I think that's done like, I think just, that's why we don't have actors as big as like like we still Will Smith is still a big actor from that era but you're the new right, one though. do we don't have an actor who's like as big as Leonardo whose face is all over East Africa See, can you now, imagine yeah think about now it. I'm trying to think of yeah because that's what I'm thinking about right who is like the top dog actor right now of the but it can't be like Will Smith, because he's been out since, like, Jesus. Yeah, like, somebody who was during streaming era. Like, yeah, the past, let's say, decade. Yeah. Thor? I wouldn't wear his face on my shirt. But I feel like he's, like, the Or what's his name? But um, can you go to East Africa and be like, yo, who plays this? They'd be like, oh, that's Thor. They wouldn't know his name. They'd just be like, Thor. Or superhero from Marvel or something. See, now that's crazy. Because now you're just, like, unloading a whole box of questions. Because I remember, like, being a kid, and then there were certain people that, like, because I didn't have access to, a lot, you know, any information and stuff. But there were people that you just knew. You know what I mean? I remember looking. Yeah. It was just Michael Jackson, yeah. Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali. And, like, <laughs> and Pele, too. The but Holy like, Trinity. Yeah, but, like, uh, in really, like Pele, but I just knew him from Brazil and soccer. But, like, those three, like, I, you know, like, you know stuff about them and stuff. But th- that was it. So you didn't necessarily know who it is. But I feel like it's not going to happen. That, like, you know what I mean? That whole... Old school, kind of like, you know, just the big summer blockbuster walking down the red carpet. Like, that happens. Sure, it does. But it's a lot more low-key now. And a lot more times it's for, like, streaming movies and TV, you know. Yeah. And I think we have so much access now. Because if you think about at that time, that might have been the only movie playing in the theater, right? That person's movie. But now we have, like, Netflix where it's like, I could watch that or I can watch Yo Gabba Gabba or, like, uh, Bob's Burgers or something. Like, I, can, like well, I have options. There's so many options. Okay, I mean, have you seen, have you gone to a movie theater since, like, nope. this whole thing? Not even okay. before COVID. Okay. This has not affected my life in any can way. Can you think of any movie you would go watch in the movie theater? Any movie. Like, bro, I was thinking about it for a second. I was like, okay, like, you know, the that whole movie gotta big, come to me. <laughs> huge, big, blockbustery, marvel kind of shit. No, bro, I don't think I'd go to a movie theater now to watch a movie that I'm in. Like, I'd be like, you know, like, I'd be like, I'm just gonna, like, stream it. or something. You know? It's just... Because there was a while there that I was like, oh, man, and, you know, because you get nostalgic as a kid. You're like, oh, I remember that. Now it's just over. It's just way too convenient now. Yeah. It's like, you go to the theater, but then it was also, like, an event, right? It was like... I think it's fun when you go with people. Like, if you have a date, then it's exciting because then you have, you're meeting somebody. It's not about the movie. It's about the social interaction. interaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're going, well, you're sneaking I, in your own snacks, yeah. which is fun. Uh, yeah. You're right, but that, I guess that's why now they, like, most theaters have, you know, they have, like, food and, like, drinks and stuff. Yeah, but they charge they you, like, like, crazy prices. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still, that popcorn is so expensive, man. That's crazy. Like, yeah, but I can't. Yeah, it's got. I mean, if I'm thinking like of who the top dog is now, it's got. Or what's his name? Um, but he's been out since like The Wire. Who? Uh, what's his name? Denzel. No. Idris Elba. No, no, no. no I, I wasn't even thinking about him. I'm talking about what's his name? Uh, not Wallace. What's his name? The show. Oh, The Wire. He gets shot. Why they gotta be like this? Oh, come on, the team. You're that. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, okay. That. Maybe he's one of them. Actually, but he, but he's like, but you know, you knew of him. Actually, no, no, actually, I didn't know of him until Creed. 
Oh, for so he might be one of them because I just knew him from because he got well. Uh, spoiler alert! It's like a twenty-year-old yeah. show, but he got shot in the wire. I remember as a little kid in that in that show. Wow! So he was in the wire. He's he's going way back. Michael yeah, Jordan. but he was like he had a prominent role because okay. you know, like the like you ever watch that show? For, it, I, I okay, I lie about saying I've watched it so many times because I know because yeah. the cultural context, I know so much about it. It's, it's like in it's, Baltimore, but I I haven't seen one episode. But man. I always want to like slap somebody when they're like, "Oh, you never seen this, what's wrong? bro?" It's all subjective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't sit there like, "Oh, what's wrong with you? you never seen the wire?" Why <laughs> like watch it? Don't watch it. Who cares? Yeah. But like every season, it's like something different. So the season that it was like the schools, it'd be the kids, and that season that was that's what he was on. So he, you know he was like on that for a lot. Okay, so he put he put in work on that show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's definitely one of the big ones. I think if we had to pick one, but he's still not as big as Leonardo at that time. But I'm th- I'm just thinking like top five right now. Yeah, you got to put Thor in there. You have to if you're going I top five. I don't know, five. man. I wouldn't. I'd rather wear Michael B. Jordan on my shirt than Well, yeah, Thor. yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if I'm just counting, like, I have no particular order, but I'm just saying, dude, Michael B. Jordan, Thor, I'm trying to think of that dude's name. I just saw, saw well, I didn't see his movie. Oh, come on, man. He was in that uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, guy. Chris Pratt? There you go, yeah. that guy. He's, he's definitely up there. Um, Jeez, I can't he's, think But of. he's not He's not the same, man. But, like, but you, I get what you're saying. I guess like, for what we have now. None of these people I can go to, like, Nepal and be like, hey, you know this guy? They were like, yeah. that? You can find a dude in like Kathmandu doing Thriller perfectly, yeah. and like with his whole like his whole clan and his whole like uh, his whole neighborhood. See, but then now you got thinking like, is it mu- so? It's got to still be music though. Music ain't like that. Oh, that, music's not even like that anymore. You don't think so? Okay, like actually, no. Music probably more so than it's getting way more. I think Drake is 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 world renowned. Yes, now. I think you can go to you can go to a village and like. Thailand and be like oh yeah Drake like, you can go to like the like just the furthest like reaches of like Sudan and you and you can say like Drake or like no wait uh, you gotta go to the city you gotta be the Beyonce capital. Beyonce yeah I think I feel like Beyonce just but she comes from the album era so she was she was a part of like the uh, whole yeah, before streaming well I mean technically well I guess not Drake either uh, yeah Drake when, when did he start popping off like 2010, some 20, 2000. I know someone's gonna be like, no. Man, if you go to Richie and show them the weekend, will they be like, yeah, fuck yeah, Rich, the weekend? He's one of us. That's no, nah, bro. I was born there. They don't think I'm one of them. Somebody, <laughs> I like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what the weekend story is. Like, is he was he born in like? Wait, is he, he in Ethiopia? I was not Ethiopian. He's Ethiopian. He's Hebesha overall. I uh, guess he's was East he, African. Was he born there? Because he you know, was born in like, Toronto, I think. Yeah, because yeah. you know how big of a deal. They, that yeah, is. they're like, we don't claim oh. you anymore. Yeah. Oh me? Oh, it's over. Yeah. Like it just. I, what I, did you do? Was it the co- co- comedy with is that what canceled you from the original? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just the fact that I moved out there from there at a young age. Yeah. No, comedy is always funny with it because like which uh, got that weekly mic that I host. It's it's so you know. I don't know if you've been there, but like you know that skyline area, like in Northern Virginia, where it's like soup. Oh, like, like Tyson's. No, 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 not that. Like it's like no, 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 it's not that far out. It's like a little bit more towards the city, but it's like a Arlington. It, it's like area. a very yeah. It's like a very like East African like presence in that place. So the fir- we have an open mic there on Mondays, mm-hmm. and the first <laughs> the first the first one I went to, it was the funniest thing because I walked up there and it was like a pretty packed place full of East Africans, and I was like, oh man, it's <laughs> you really can smell cool. the teff. <laughs> well, it, I was like, oh man, you know, it's really cool to see like 
so many of my fellow East Africans from here, but I do got one question. I mean, like, who's driving for Uber right now? <laughs> and, like, see, and that's what I thought I would get. Dear sir, I got so many mean mugs, bro. Wow. I had to, like... I had to start busting out like Tigre, like Arabic. I'm like, oh man, because I was like, it's second hand. I was like yelling. I'm like, no man, you're not gonna sit there and tell me like I'm one of them. I'm one of y'all. Yeah. It, it's not like that, bro. Because I always say the same thing when I go back home. Like the last few times I went back there, it's funny because I'll be talking to someone and I'll speak. It's like I speak Tigre, not like the greatest, but like I speak that, like speak Arabic, and I'll be talking to people over there. And they'll kind of look at me like side-eyed and stuff. And I'll be like, why? What, you can't understand me? And they're like, no, they, I can understand you. It's just like the way, you know, your vernacular, bro. Like The, the pronunciation. Well, yeah, because they, they always say, like, I sound like a news anchor. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, oh. like, there ain't no dialect in it. You know what I'm saying? It's just straight, like. Where did you language. learn from the news? Just, like, parents. Okay, yeah. they taught you, like. I the- mean, like, I, which I was going in for school and stuff. Don't get me wrong. But, like, when you're in school, it's. You're not gonna learn like Tigre in school, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. then plus, like, what's called being Muslim, a majority of it was Arabic. Uh, like, oh, you know, all the all the hits, Quran, Fiqh, uh, Hadith, <laughs> like all. And uh, don't get me wrong, I appreciate it and stuff, but uh, like, but that was it. And then English as much as you possibly can. Yeah, you know, but it was Arabic was first. Your Arabic is impeccable, I must say. Oh yeah, and it's very like. I always hear when I talk to people because that's where I learned it from. It's like all very Khaliji. Like it's very like. You have a Khaliji accent. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. you know, oh, wish out. Like, yeah. It's very like, it's very just, you know, that Saudi, like. Yeah. UAE. You got that peninsula vibe. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah, that kind of thing. Were yeah. your teachers in the schools like from those, learned, they learned Arabic from those yeah, 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 regions? Yeah. Of yeah. So is there still Italian influence in Eritrea? Like, can you, can your parents speak Italian? They can. But okay. like I think it's an elder generation kind of thing. Like yes. I don't think you're gonna find anybody like in the twenties, thirties, or really the like forties that you know can speak Italian. Yeah. yeah. Were you? Did you learn in school? Wasn't in the curriculum anymore? Oh God, no, no. Yeah. It was just Arabic. But I, but I like went to like a Muslim school, so yeah. So like Arabic like, was the focus. Yeah, like you gotta read the Quran, so it's gotta yeah, be. You know. Gotta get into heaven, boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and appreciate in the long run. Like, I'm, yeah. yeah. Do you draw from the stuff you learned at the Muslim school? Like, do you uh, look back and say, okay, I'm not going to steal these Maltesers because I remember in Eritrea, my teacher said, don't steal. I mean, I wouldn't because I'd like to think I'm a decent person. I, I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty Muslim guy. Like, you know, yeah. like... Do you, I, like, fast and stuff? Yeah, yeah, like, I fasted yeah. a lot and everything. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you have slip-ups like everybody else in this life. Something with cage-fighting stand-up comic. Like, jeez, you know? And, <laughs> and, like, I don't sleep. You know, he is a bad He's a cage comic. comic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he had an insomniac cage comic. Who's ridiculously friendly? It doesn't like doesn't help out in the situations of life, but like I'm just saying, like you know, but like you know, when people ask like, "What are you?" I tell them I'm Muslim. Like I, I'd say it. I'm not gonna say it, but, like you know. Yeah, you, you that that's that's dope that you have that you know you've held on held on to that uh, cultural component. And how do you feel that affects your comedy? Like, do you find yourself censoring yourself when you let's say you have like a really good joke and it's kind of explicit? And you think oh, about it God, morally. No, no not, yeah. not it's all explicit. free. It's free range. It's free range with that. I was thinking about like Muslim material. Oh, so do you incorporate like? I do you try. make TSA jokes? Are you a TSA comic? No, I try, and like it's hard to like to. 
It's it's it's. Oh wait, what's my joke? Uh, I, I'll say it. it's good. It's like it's a really old one. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm Muslim, and then you know, I either get depending on where I say that, it's either applause or dead silence. But it, it's like I'll be like, oh, okay, depending on the reaction that I get. Whatever it is, I always say the same thing. I'm like, oh, oh, y'all are like, no, bitch, never forget. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Muslim, but I'm not that type of Muslim. Like, I don't even like wearing vests. I'm like, oh, for suicide or for fashion. See, that's a, t- that's a tough one to get yeah. off. And then, see, it's like funny, that's a crowd but, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one. And then like I keep going with that. I'm like, oh, like I did like a Muslim room stand up, which is like not true, but I just said it as a joke. And I, and I walked out and I like look around the crowd and I'm like, oh, uh, I, and so so I know I must be in heaven right now because I spot about seventy two virgins up in this bitch. Oh, see, snap. but it's funny though. But it's yeah. hard, that is hard to get up. Like you know, so are these crowds mostly like Muslim crowds? Or are that they... that when I said that one, yes. Okay. Uh, I always try to differentiate between rooms that I do because like I I do a majority like black rooms, but don't get me wrong, I get like white rooms. You know, I try to like incorporate all of it in there. Cause, yeah, because you got to. And then in all honesty, the whole going up here like yeah it wasn't like the greatest of areas and stuff but like that 11 years in la it was, i wasn't crip walking you know what i mean i was like in a, you know what i'm saying like i was in the burbs and stuff you know so where in la were you uh which neighborhood because i, I, mean, li- I, was there I for lived like, in la for six months okay <laughs> okay that is that is so much more of an interesting story yeah. of someone living in la for six months as opposed to 11 years no 11, 11 years i feel like you have an accumulation of oh no, no 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 don't get me wrong like the the span of it yes if i all together then yeah it's in and in oh my god the insane the things that happened while i was living in la but no but i feel like there was like a yeah, six months there was like a crash and burn epicness to it whereas like in la yes like okay it's like something weird happens here something weird happens there but for the most part it's just you know like it's all spaced out you know what i'm saying like yeah. you know i moved out there lived with my brother for a little bit like when amateur once I turned eighteen, turned pro, then like taught at classes, saved enough money, got roommates. You know, it's like pretty yeah. standard. Like wait, but six months I feel like yeah, you were just balling and then lost your money in the stock market and like that's exactly what happened. Yeah, wait, really? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gullible, man. Please don't tell me shit like that. So I moved out. Um, I think it was like during COVID. Uh, I moved from North Carolina. The, I was in DC, went that back to North Carolina. Then I was so just like, yeah. I need a new city. I need a new city to go to. And I picked LA randomly. So I was like, time to start again. Yeah. And I just went out there and I was, I during got a little COVID? During COVID, that's how I was able to afford okay, to live there. Okay, but your attention wasn't necessarily to live there in the long term. No, it was like, let me see what I can do. Let me see. It was like, maybe I'll stay here, maybe I won't. It was a lot of uncertainty. It was like, hey, if I can make a life for myself, I'll keep living in LA. Yeah. But if I can't, I can always go back home or go back to DC. You know, so that's what um that's what <laughs> I did. Where did you live? I was in Palms, <laughs> in, off, I was in, uh, in Palms, off Sepulveda, and yeah. um, what's that other road? It was Sepulveda and Venice. Oh my god, Sepulveda and Venice—that was my intersection. Culver City. Culver City was across the street. Oh my god, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh my, god, so my apartment was right there. And yeah, that's what I did, man. I just, I've made, I made a whole life, dude. I had a whole life. I had like, I made all these friends. I used to go to six months, months, dude. I don't even know how it happened. I made a bunch of friends. Um, Shout out to my friend, Buthena. She introduced me to all these people. And then through her, I was able to like go to, I used to go to Skid Row 
every week uh, every other weekend or something and like volunteer it was like the homeless community that, that was where interesting things happened yeah yeah that was but where i saw some things that yeah that is an interesting <laughs> super interesting place man it, it was funny too because like around <laughs> okay i'll tell you i'll tell you one story in la find this funny because it was around that area like in that culver city area and i was walking because like at that time like I, I, you know like in mma you for the most part, either you train in one specific gym, but if you, like, do it long enough, you'll train, like, one gym in Jiu-Jitsu, one gym in Muay Thai, you know, like, you'll you'll train in other places here and there, and I was training there, and there was these two, like, girls on the street corner, and you could tell they were tourists and stuff, because they had, you know, they were, like, looking in their phones mm. and, like, map and stuff, and they were trying to figure out, and they were, and I saw them, I'm like, hey, you guys need some help and stuff, and, like, they were asking me where, I forget where, whatever, but I was giving them directions to get on there and stuff like that, like, what bus to take and all that kind of stuff. And then we started, like, small talk, and it was funny. I was like, oh, so you guys are, like, you know, you just came out here and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, we're here for, like, the summer and stuff. I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, oh, what you think about L.A.? And then, you know, they were like, oh, it's kind of crazy and stuff like that. I'm like really you know it's really not that bad it's pretty wholesome it's just a bunch of like suburbs stuck together and i swear i was like it's not so bad people are pretty nice here and i swear to you as i was saying it some guy like and this is the corner some guy was driving like on the, and taking that right on like it was like washington boulevard or something like that cover city and as he was driving slow he was completely naked jerking off <laughs> just like strangers didn't give a fuck just Whack! I just took a right, just just completely, but I think it just masturbated. I was like, "What is going on here?" Wait, was he in a jeep? How did you see him? It was like a like an old Honda Accord. Like it, it was. Oh, you could like see him clearly. Like. Oh, clear! It was in it's a daytime. Okay. It was like 11 a.m. in the day. The windows were down. Oh yeah, windows like he yeah. just he was not trying to hide it. Like yeah. he was just. Like, bro, like, you'd you'd have to purposely be, like, be blind to not know. Like, he was just out of it. As wow. Soon as and what did the girls say? Were they like, like go back to Jersey? Yeah. No, Jersey, they were, like, four. They're somewhere from Europe. I can't remember where exactly. But I remember saying that. I'm like, and I just turned around looking at them. I'm like, uh, what you want me to tell you? Like, oh, my God. It's, yeah, it was, it was. L.A. is a very divided city. That's what I, I learned. Yeah, it's it's very segregated. Yeah, as opposed to like the, the East Coast, you'll see intermingling going on. And I like, mean, even in DC, like yeah. there's like we're all it's crazy because there's a rough area, there's Southeast, but we all like walk on the same roads. Yeah, we all go to the same bars, clubs, like yeah. from all part. But in DC, it's like no, it's like you, the rich people go to this bar. Yeah. You they don't interact with you. They have their own DMV. They have their own this. They have their own that. Um, but here it's like we're all mesh, well, and I appreciate the meshing because it forces you to interact with everybody. Well, yeah, you kind of have to. If yeah. One person's traveling one way, the other person. But LA is gigantic. Yeah. Super segregated. So like you know, if I'm out in Watts, like, I'm never gonna be up in like in downtown. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just completely different life. The train stations don't connect. Like it's the weirdest city. Intentionally, ever. I think it's intentional. Oh, okay. You think well, so? They don't want to. They don't want a subway because this, I think it's gonna make things more connected and this, bring people. Well, the story is, and I guess it makes sense if you look at the map. You know how LA is. The middle of the city is Beverly Hills. Yeah. And Beverly Hills has their own like city council and everything. And yeah. apparently, they keep trying to put a station there to connect it all together. And Beverly Hills doesn't want like you know they want riffraff. Yeah, they don't want the, what's going like what's gonna come with the train station, so they keep yeah. voting it no every year. So they're the reason there isn't because if you think of, I guess it kind of makes sense because if they have one in like downtown Hollywood and it just made like one 
within the past five to ten years in like that Santa Monica area. It's like a light rail. Yeah, I saw that yeah. one. Yeah, and then, you know, there's like, there's, they got ones in like the in Compton and stuff. Like, you know, so they got in like different spots, but they're all separate. But if you put one smack that they'll say that would connect downtown. So you could literally go oh, the train all the way through LA. Yeah, so you can go from like downtown to the beach if you had a station in Beverly Hills, if you think about it. Oh, true. Because you could go yeah. through Santa Monica. Yeah, and then say, like, and then through that Santa. Jeez, man, this is like I'm trying to remember this stuff is old school. But like going through Santa, because you can go through Santa Monica and hit up like all the south of LA mm-hmm. just by taking the train. Now, you got to get off of one connect like Long Beach and all that. Yeah, so you can get one connect the other, but that doesn't connect with Hollywood and downtown. Oh, so you'd have to take like an Uber or bus to that station. Exactly. Wow, and it's all because they don't want to connect it. Yeah, there's always a certain population in cities that don't want the train to connect. Like for example, in DC, it's Georgetown, right? That's true. They distinctly didn't want their own. So th- there could have been in an alternate universe, we could take a train to George. There could be like a Georgetown station, but they voted no because they didn't want people. Okay, from, okay. You know. Well, I, here's the thing about Georgetown. I like, I get it that it'd be good for like the people that be working there and like the students and stuff, but if if just geographically, if you think about it, like I get why there isn't one in the George Center. Like, you know what I mean? Wait, it's, why? Why geographically? Because, like, it's right there next to VA, like the bridge. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I don't, I can see why they don't have one just based on the fact that it's kind of, like, because let's keep it a buck. You know, Georgetown is Georgetown. Yes, it's part of DC, but. It's like upstate Virginia yeah. almost. Yeah. It, I think the culture there is more Virginia. It, 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 it it's, it's separated by what like just a bridge you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. I, I feel like i can get why and then plus like if you do put one up on there what you gonna make it like a you know one above ground and stuff true true it's not that big of an area but like but if you want to go from southeast to georgetown that's inaccessible you oh, have you're, to, you're tough it's tough yes. yeah but if from virginia yeah if you have a car yeah, yeah. Uh, but most people in dc i mean i don't have a car you know i'm i'm, I'm out here uh cycling Walking, it's it's a good hustle. To, I, I gotta go back and start doing that again. Like, Do you like the biking and the and the, no, the like, walking? No, 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 no. Screw that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean like doing like lift for like a day or two. Do you make good money? You do make. Bro, like, it's always fu- Okay, he's like the African and he's going to come out. But it's always funny because, like, people be bitching. I, I get the bitching part about Uber in the sense that, like, you know. You get random people in your car. Not, yeah, yes, and but it is what it is. You know that's what's going to happen. I, I meant in terms of, like, the wear and tear on your car. You know what I mean? If you want to get, like, a solid, like, eight hours of driving in, you're going to do a lot of damage to your car. Like, miles. Think about it. Yeah, in terms of miles. You know, like, random shit that be ha- You know what I mean? Like, just think People about People throwing it. up in your like, car. Like, if you yeah. just, let's say if you do it, like, you know, eight hours a day, six days a week. Just the randomness that happens. And you know how drivers are around here. Like, yeah. it's terrible and stuff. But if you do it for long enough and try to work, like, that's the bad part about it. But... Like in terms of money, you can make good bang doing it here. Like three hundred dollars a month a day. Like in the eight hour day, I'd make yeah, like a couple hundred, two twenty. That's not bad. So two twenty times. And then mind you, like I do take breaks. Like you know what I mean. You're not consistently just, working. Yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm just gonna stop doing this for like twenty minutes. You know, and that happens multiple times. Because <laughs> people, bro, people suck. Do you ever have? What's the craziest thing that's happened in your car? Oh, bro. Okay. The crazy okay, I'll tell you the craziest thing that like 
in terms of like stories and stuff, yeah, this is the craziest story. Like while, well, I'll probably leave that alone. But like while there's stuff has happened, but in terms of story, I right. like I picked up somebody from Uptown one time, and like because when I be doing it at night, I guess the thing is is like, well, I mean, I did it before like the pandemic, and then stopped doing it, and then like did it for a little bit during like the beginning of the year. So, but you know, like on and off and stuff. And the thing is, when you're doing it, that like, I right, you can drive during the day, but you'll make more money at night. The rides cost more at night. They surging. Surging. There ain't that many drivers around. Just for the basis that it's night, you know, just, yeah. you know, human nature. They ain't going to be out like the end of the day. And I guess now, since it's opening back up, there's no traffic. So, you know, it's it's good. But like, you just get the wild. That the only bad part about it is driving throughout the night and like, like, how's it tell you, bro? You will get the wildest people, bro. And, like, the wildest story. The one story that I always keep telling people is just in terms of how wild it is. Is like, I picked up this one. This is, ooh. It's, like, it gets around that, like, month or two I was doing in the beginning of the year where I picked up this one guy from Uptown and, like, dropped him off at that casino in Maryland. Um, not the MGM, like, further up north. Oh, come on, T. Maryland Live. Okay. So, like, I went and dropped him up, dropped him off there. Hey, cool guy, whatever. You know, dropped him off. And then, all of a sudden, you know how, like, casinos, they be having, like, hotels around them and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So, I got, like, a call from, like, somebody from one of them hotels. So, I was like, I bet. So, it's like a couple, right? So, like, I go and I drive up there. And, like, bro, they're the most heron couple you will ever see in your entire life. Wait, what do you mean by hair on? Bruh, like, the pop marks across the face, no teeth whatsoever. Ooh, okay, okay. Just thin hair. Like, they, like, I know they're somewhere in my age group, like, somewhere in their 20s, but they, like... Look like they're 50. Yeah, because they're about that, like, just... It's you just, I'm like, oh my god, like, you know what I mean? Just that look like you, ma'am, and sir are on heroin. Like, it's... Every day. Yeah, all yeah. day. And, like, I picked them up, and... I, it was two stops, right? It was the hotel, Baltimore, back to the hotel, <laughs> right? I so don't know like, exactly what that exactly, is. Exactly, right? So like, I, I'm like, fuck, bro. And so I'm driving to Baltimore. And like, I don't know Baltimore like that, you know? Like, yeah. I've, I've done comedy there a few times. And like, I, you know, you do a little field trip as a kid. Like, oh, the harbor, you know? So yeah. I, but I don't really know it that well. But, like, I know bad neighborhoods. And we were driving, and, like, the neighbors kept getting, like, worse and worse and worse. Till it started looking like the wire. I was like, oh, bro. I, man, I remember that. We stopped at this corner, and it's like this, you know, you stereotypical project houses. Like, if you've seen them once, you've seen them all. Just a brick building, you know? Yeah. Crew there, crew there, crew there, crew there. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, like, and... She gets out of the car and he stays inside. And like they did that because if most Uber drivers, like if both of them leave, then we just dip out. Cause I, well, I mean, just for the sake of, you don't want to drive somebody that's got like, you know, hair on, on yeah, them. You know? safety so, issues yeah, safety and issues stuff. and stuff. Yeah. So, so they got the bright idea, which actually is really smart that one of them goes and one of them stays inside the car. To make sure you stay. Yeah. So I was like, oh fuck, how am I getting out of this situation? And then all of a sudden she starts arguing with, with one of them dudes in the corner and stuff, right? And they're just yelling back and forth. And this guy's like, the guy in the car goes like, hey, bro, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette and see what's going on outside. And I'm just standing there like, what my head? And I'm like, "I." Right. And he's like, don't leave me. I'm like, I'm not going to leave you, bro. He's like, don't leave me. I'm like, I ain't going to leave you. He's like, 
tell me and and I turn around looking at him like look in my eyes, bro. I'm not gonna leave you. Young, <laughs> as soon as that door closed, I peel out and start driving, right? And like I drive for like 30 yards or so, you know, and then all of a sudden this car comes out of nowhere and blocks me from going, right? Wow. Yeah, and like the dude sees that I'm stuck and he like he gives me this hair on yell. He's like, wait, wait, <laughs> and starts running towards my car. And like I realize that the car that's that's like that be blocking me doesn't know what's going on. It's like this elderly Asian guy, right? Yeah. So I stick my head out the window, like half my body, and I'm yelling at him, like, move your car. And he's like looking at me all confused. I'm like, move. <laughs> Your fucking car, and he moves, and I just peel on drive away. Yo, yeah, is the I guy know. like running towards you? Yeah, all he was close as shit. As I drove up, <laughs> bro, that was wild, man. Oh my god, and yeah, like the cr- bro, man, driving at night is the. Cr- I hats off to it. Like I feel your pain to anybody that does that, because like it's 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 usually it's never uninteresting. It's either super cool stuff happens or something super bad happens. It's one or the other. That's super sketchy. So like you felt like you were in the you could have been in like in a shooting situation. Like it's like, like Uber drivers and stuff. Like I've ha- I've had like robbery. Oh, bro. Okay, you robbed? Tell you this story. No, yeah. no, I wasn't getting robbed. But like this guy gets in the car, right? And I see they always tell you not to be saying y'all's names when you get in the car. Right, because you know. Wait, wait. I can see your name on the app. Yeah, but like to say, you know, because like some people like Karen's, but like some people would like be like, "What's your name?" You know, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, but technically on my side, I ain't supposed to do that because like you don't know who you'd be picking up, you know. So like, yeah. I, so he opens the door and I'm like, I forget whatever his name was, and I said it, and he was like, "Yeah," and he gets in the car, right? Doesn't say nothing for like a couple of minutes, and he's just he looks like he's on like uppers or something, like really edgy and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he whips out a rusty screwdriver and like pierces it, puts it against my neck, right? And he's like, Yeah, he's like, Break yourself. And I was like, What? And he was like, Break yourself, give me what you got. And I was like, Bruh, this is 2020. Like, I ain't got no cash on me. <laughs> Break yourself? Uh, yeah, and like, and you know, those, uh, like, those driver apps take a lot of space on your phone. So, like, I got me one of them, like, secondary ones that, you know, like, a hundred bucks. You yeah, know? Like, like a burner phone. Yeah, and I was like, bro, do you want this? And he looked at me all weird and, like, he was, like, edging out and stuff like that. And, like, I, he had his, he got, like, his wrist was limp and stuff. And I just grabbed his wrist and beat him, and I slugged him. And I punched him. And he While went, you're driving? No, 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 no. You're parked. Like, I, okay. I parked, yeah. We pulled yeah. it to the side. And, like, he went, I hit him, and he went back to the corner. He's, like, struggling with the door, and he ran off. That is yeah. insane. So I had, like, well, for that one, How I did you to, keep driving? Why I, do you keep doing this? I had to call, like, you know, Uber after. I'm like, bro, like. Customer guy, support. Like, yeah, 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 of course. So, so it, took, it took, like, an hour. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna just the issue. Had to rob me. Yeah, that him. Okay, we're gonna block well, his account. Yeah, well, I, it was obviously not him. So. Oh, the account wasn't his. Yeah, he just got in the car. Oh, so. The dude, That's why I fucked up. She yeah. didn't say somebody's name. So you had to ask their name. Yeah. So like ever since then, like I every single time, like, what's your name? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's how you know an Uber driver's been through some stuff when they're like, because I go into some and they're like, name please, name. And I'm just like, Ferris, yo, chill. You can tell like something happened to them and they're like, from now on, Bruh, I'm not playing around. Something happened to, like, no driveshare app rider is like clean. Something t- like something bad happened always. So how? Let's say okay, I'm driving Uber. How long are you gonna have to? How long do you have to wait until something bad happens to you? 
Like, what, is it your first week? Oh, yeah, easily your first week. The first week, oh, something easily. bad. But mind you, it's like I said, like, I did it. When I did do it, it was Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. So that's a like, hot night. From like 8 p.m. to like 4 a.m. Yeah, so. You kind of were asking for it. Yeah, drink. exactly. Yeah. I'm sure it's different from like 12 to 8, like on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah. I, so I was in like the extreme of it. And like, you know, for me, like I'm a friendly guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like a dick. So it it, it was actually like well worth it because like the amount of times where people would just be like, oh, come with us, man. Come with us. We're going to go party. I'm like. Just pull over to the side. Do you actually like, go with them? Oh, plenty of times. That is fun. So, oh. where do you end up at? Like, oh like my clubs god, and the stuff? oddest of places. No, most of the time it's like they're coming back from the club and they're going back to like the chill spot. You know, the like half the hours, like the house, and they're yeah. like, oh, you, you gotta hang out with us, bro. You got and like I'll gauge it and like it's not necessarily even like what you call it if, if there's like women around stuff like that because like I've done it with like just like like four dudes that I was like oh we were fucking they're wild that shit like doing lines I'm like ah fuck it let's see you know they were cool as hell <laughs> I was like alright bro like so you come back home and have like a Tupperware of food thanks guys yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's happened before too yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's wild but it's just it's funny it's it's, it's um. I always like because it's always funny because I was even talking about what, like we were talking about with like Uber drivers complaining about stuff. It's really like dealing with people is like the hardest part about it for the most part. Like let's let's keep it a buck. Like you use ways, you use Google, you use all. What are you saving yourself in terms of time for the most part? Eh, five minutes. Like, yeah. It's really it's just don't be an asshole as like a driver. For the most part, you'll be good. You know. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. People suck, and like you'll get that like, one or two. So then, then you can do what you want. But for the most part, if you're just cool with people, they are with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I had a car, I'd probably do Uber. I know dudes who Uber eats on bikes. No, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, they're like out here like pedaling like crazy. But... I like I tried. I did it one day, and I couldn't do it. Uber but, eats. Yeah. With a well, with a car. With a car, but well, like, why I is it different? You don't get paid as much. A. I mean, you. I guess if you add like tips to it, because most people just do tips because it's food. Mm -hmm. You know. But like it's you don't get paid as much as in the general fee, and also if you think about it, it's two stop. It's two stops. You got to drive to there, pick up oh. the food, then you got to drive to the person's spot, then drop it off. But that's kind of like Uber too, right? You got to drive, pick up the person, and then drop them off. Yeah, but it's a little different with like with with food. It's a little different because right? then now when you drop somebody off, you can now do more Uber from that location. Well, that and then also you get out of my car, we're done. With food, it's like, hey, I gotta punch what's your, what's your code to get in your house. Like, yeah. it becomes a whole entire, like, gamble and stuff uh, Downstairs, like yeah. Yeah. You picking up people is usually at a closer range of you driving than, like, restaurants, if that makes sense. Like, doing it in D.C. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can find people quite a lot. Like, if I'm just driving around, like, let me drive around. Like, I've done it. Drive around, like, a few blocks around here in Annals Morgan. People nonstop. But, yeah. like, restaurants, for the most part, they're... I think there's hot hours. There's, like, like lunch yeah. hour, dinner. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, like, apparently before recently, they didn't used to tell you where these restaurants were and where the people where you were delivering. You wouldn't know how far you were traveling. So you'd end up in, like... Alexandria or like and like somewhere in Virginia picking up food from DC like your yeah. bike so it's like that's funny yeah that's, that's a little wild but it's 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 an interesting learning lesson bro because even if you like think about it because like everybody some people just don't like going to like the hood and stuff like that and and it's it's, it's a terrible judge of character because usually I'll just go by ratings bro 
Like I'll oh, go really? to like all the spots, but if you have like a good rating, well, I'll pick you up in like anywhere. Oh, so you get to see what the person's oh, yeah. score is. Yeah, and then and the funny thing because in reality, like I picked up people in like the worst of neighborhoods, and they couldn't have been any nicer to me <laughs> and like ridiculous and i picked up people in like the night palisades like swinging mclean virginia and they were the worst to me so you know it's just i i i'm necessarily more pick up people on, i should be saying this but like i'm more pick up people on rating more than anything i'm a ratingist yeah yeah oh so much <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> So what's your rating, your your driver rating? I can't even remember for the life of me now, but it was high. Oh, you got a good question. I'm solid. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I wonder if like, you know, like those heroin, that heroin couple, like, can they give you a bad rating? Like, cause well, you... no, because I canceled it. I, I rolled out. Oh, bro. and you completed, you could like file a complaint with like. The... Yeah, okay. I immediately. Like, I just, I, I got paid for the trip from the, the hotel to Baltimore. Okay. But not Baltimore back, obviously. Yeah, because you were, they weren't in the car, yeah, I exactly. guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Like the just so much weird stuff. Like, bro, like I had to get in a fight one time. Like you had to. Yeah. Bro. What happened? Like I picked up. It was like Saturday, like at three a.m. or something. I picked up this one girl, and like I picked her up, and she got in the car. And you know, you just be telling like, and I like I talk to people a lot. I'm just you know, hey, how you doing? There's some water if you want some, whatever. Oh, you're a water Uber guy. Oh, goddamn right. I you am. got the gum and the water and the charger. No, 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 it's the water. But like, <laughs> that's all you get. Especially at that time of the night, it, yeah. it has been a lifesaver. And then someone. Like, if I go back to I'm going to start doing it because someone gave me the best idea of having barf bags. Whoa. See? Smart. That is smart. They used to have those on airplanes. Yeah. They don't even have them on airplanes anymore. You, no, you're they more, don't for real. No, you'd be more high tech than the airplane now. Look at me. See, that's what happens when you fly spirit. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I was just like, I didn't know. They, they don't, they don't even you have You just got to keep belts. it in. Yeah. Yeah. They give you a Walmart bag, like a used Walmart bag with a hole in the bottom. <laughs> just a Dixie cup. Yeah, Dixie cup. <laughs> You got too much barf. You have to pay extra for more. Hey, barf. look, the legend has it. Spirit Airlines, like their fucking main source of inspiration was Soul Plane. No, really? No, I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> that would be crazy. Though. That'd be hilarious. Apparently, I've never, I've been on uh, Allegiant, not Spirit. Allegiant's kind of like Spirit. Really? It's the same kind of vibe. Yeah, but I remember the seats were like bus seats. Like, mm. it was like, like they weren't, pat it wasn't like fully cotton interior upholstery. <laughs> it was weird it was like it was like is this even allowed like are we what kind of plane what is happening but it's just a lot of loopholes and it's really tight i just remember really being happy to get off the plane but then realizing you forget how uncomfortably experiences because you just remember how much you save yeah the pain yeah, is just, temporary I just, yeah i just I think you're so right i'm like weighing the options here i'm like uh Jet blue version, like, eh, spirit, you know? Do you think you, like, let's say you have, like, a, you of, make, like, I ball out and You stuff ball like out. That. Would you still fly on spirit if you had, like, a lot, like, you were, like, a millionaire? Just because you're, like, the East African and you like, I want to save a buck, you know? Of course. No, I would. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, but I'm trying to think of, I wouldn't drive, like, spirit. Like, yeah, I definitely would go first class, I guess. First like, class, spirit has first class. No, no, no. I'm not just, Spirit days are over. Yeah. <laughs> Millionaire status. But I wouldn't be like, PJ all day, every day. You know what I mean? That seems stupid. Yeah. That's a waste of money, I feel like. Yeah. And I mean, like the greenhouse gases and, you know. You keep saying, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it a buck, right? Is that what you're saying? Mm. What does that mean? I know what it means, but where does it come from? Because it's from somewhere. I don't know where it's from. Which region of the world is that from? I'm, 
Never heard anybody say it. it's DC. It's a DC thing. Okay. Yeah, but like, I don't even know if it is, to be honest with you. I feel like it sounds like an LA thing. And my, yeah, I think it is. I could imagine like Nipsey saying like oh. Buster. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Lisa Buster. <sighs> it's funny, man. Cause like, yeah, like it's funny the, the, the places you go to and then the, like, you know, how America's divided up that way. Cause I'll be go, like, you know, you go out to LA and you hit up like the hood spots and stuff and you start talking to people just, you're not from around here, are you? Like, no. <laughs> you're not from these parts. Yeah, I've had that. So I grew up in Massachusetts. Um, I don't know if you know, but there's certain words for yeah, How long were you in Massachusetts? So I was born in Rhode Island and raised in Massachusetts. So like, so I think like, most of my life was Mass. God. Wait, yeah. we're in Massachusetts. Westboro. Have you been to Massachusetts? Are you familiar with this state? No. I had a roommate for like a year and some change, and he was from, shh, come on, Salem. Salem, that's yeah. the witch town. Yeah, that's where they used to kill witches. Um, everybody, everybody in Massachusetts goes on a field trip to Salem at least once in middle school to go to the witch museum. I've seen the mass hole. The mass <laughs> hole, yeah. People in Massachusetts are mean, man. Like, they're not friendly. Most people are. I don't want to say most people, but there's like a culture of like. I heard it's the wildest mean. like comedy scene. Yeah, like, I think it's because of that. It's, yeah. it's a very raw state. Interesting. Most so many comics, Bill Burr. Who else? Who, who came out of Boston? There's so many. Uh, Rogan. Rogan Burr. Um, uh, Stephen Wright. Uh, what's his name? Let me get some more, more famous. Uh, Dane Cook. Yeah, he's from Boston. Yeah, yeah. Dane Cook. Um, I think people in Boston are very funny, though. It's a funny city. It's a funny city. The people are funny. Like, there's a a value in comedy overall. Well, like, I mean. Bro, like, it's, I think we live in a very underrated comedy city in terms of, like, DC the, the top guys. Like, the f- most famous DC comedians. If you like think Dave about Chappelle, it, right? Chappelle, like, Martin. Uh, March DC? Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, Earthquake is from DC. I've never heard of Earthquake. Tommy Davis. Oh, I'm sorry, name you guy. Maybe you've never heard of Tom, uh, Wanda Sykes. I know Wanda. She's from DC? She's from DC. Uh... Pierre Latif is from DC. That is true, but yeah. don't put me there. Uh, yeah, nah, put yourself there, bro. Claim I, it. I guess that's. I mean, I can't think of any. I feel like I'm missing somebody major, but yeah, that's. Well, are we counting DMV? Because yeah, I yeah, Dave, yeah, I'm thinking. Like, okay, Dave's from cause, Silver Spring. Yeah, because like Tommy Davidson and Martin are from Maryland too. Okay. Yeah, but like, that's always the funny thing about this area. It's the people that live specifically in one part of the DMV are either in my experience and mind you <laughs> there there is an 11 year part of my life where I didn't live in DC <laughs> the so, lost years yeah yeah and yeah I didn't come back here during those 11 years so, you never came back well once? like cuz think about it like anything vacation like my family wants to come and see me like my, I, it's they'd me rather and, go to LA it's I guess. me and my brother in like sunny LA you know what I mean and like you yeah. know so they're like <laughs> <laughs> we come here like, <laughs> for like Christmas, like break. It's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's it was just one of those things. I completely lost my train of thought. What the hell was I talking about? Oh, you were saying um, the DMV area. Oh, the, yeah. The, necessarily, it's. I always think in my experience, and I could be right or wrong about this, but in my experiences, I always feel like people that live in one spot is part in the area for like you know most of their life or their entire life are either super poor or super rich. Wow, that's a good observation. So give me an example. 
I feel like people that grew up in let's say what's a ritzy part of the Bethesda, Logan McLean. Let's just say McLean. McLean. About that? I mean, that's like I guess we're, we're, this is DMV inclusive, right? We're being inclusive. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the, the V has to be included in there. Okay, so, like, so that's the silver line. Yeah, McLean. Okay. I feel I feel like the or like if you you know if you if you live the majority of your life either in like certain parts, yes, in certain parts of DC. I don't feel like there's a middle. I mean, it could be just a generality of like you know the state of America and stuff that there's really no middle class. But like you know, it just seems like that's how it is. Like if someone's been like, yeah, I've been living here for like 20 years. I'm like, okay, either they're like talking about Potomac, Maryland, they're like you know like Ward Nine, like you know. That's true. It's either they can't leave or they don't want to leave. Yeah. That creates like more poverty, right? If you can't leave because then you can't go to opportunities other in other places. So you kind of just like repeat cycles. Well, it, it's it's like I have a weird relationship with DC because like I I was raised here, and then left when '07 mm-hmm. and did not come back until. 20. It sounds like you did it. It was kind of like an exodus. Into it, like twenty, like the end of twenty eighteen, and I came, but I came here twice to fight. One for Shogun in Baltimore, and then one for AMTL in DC. Was that just random that your fight just happened to be in the region? Okay. That, and then also it was fly in Friday, weigh in, sleep, wake up Saturday. Like, it was in Baltimore, so go around, eat somewhere, mm-hmm. fight, fly out Sunday. Okay. Same thing in, like, in the AMTL fight. It was fly in, you know, Friday night, fight Saturday, fly Sunday. So there wasn't, like... It was any you weren't linking nobody. up with Amanda. Uh, no, 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 not even. How'd you know about Amanda? No, um, <laughs> no, no, no. It, that's just the way it was. So I didn't like see DC at all. And then it's funny leaving then and then never coming, and they come back. I was like, wow, like where'd Barry Farms go? It's gone. Like you know, it's <laughs> it, it's funny. It, it's it's so it's kind of weird. Like I feel like. I mean, you can tell gentrification did a solid one-two punch in this. this Yeah. Oh, my God, did it. So it's interesting going down, like, certain places where before it would just be, you know, keep your, like, your dukes up kind of thing. Whereas now, you know, so it's it's really interesting. So I feel like there's a certain, like, there's a certain culture or, like, that kind of D.C. thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure you go to certain parts where they feel like there still is, you know, like, but I feel like there's the whole, pockets. Like, there's pockets. Yeah, but I feel like the whole like tube socky like frilly shirt like <laughs> you know that part. Of, I feel like that's kind of like done. You know, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but is the DC mo dying? Well, it's not even necessarily that. It's just like I, it's always funny because like I'll be going like certain parts of the DMV. Like I'll go to certain parts of Maryland where I'm like, oh my god, it feels more like DC here than actual DC. You yeah, know? yeah. Or like. Or hell, like even like it's just funny coming back here because I remember when I was back here, I like came when I was real young. I went to go train one time, like I was a little kid, little kid in Woodbridge, Virginia. I remember when, like, Hoodbridge when, out there. See, but when I went there as a little kid, it was white and empty, and I just mm-hmm. remember for being there. And then I went there like fairly recently, and I was just, I was like, oh my god, what is happening here? <laughs> it blew my mind. So like I, I feel like that kind of funky weirdness of dc had back in the day is kind of like you know like all the weird like and i say it in the most loving way but all like you know that kind of cool weird shit that used to be like in dc kind of died off with gentrification like you know like okay like a good example uh what's the name of that 
fucking punk rock band. Um, yes. Uh, I know them. They're they're they bad to, brains. Bad brains. They used to perform Madam Oregon, right? Yeah, but they yeah. but they grew up in Southeast and like the Hoover Projects. Wow. And they're like, you've I've heard a few of their songs just from. I mean, I'm not really into that genre of music, but like just them from being there, I'm like, oh, let me listen with. They're like some thrash punk band, like they, you know. So I feel like that kind of funky aspect in DC is kind of gone. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like, it was like the alternative a, culture. Yeah, culture. yeah, and I kind of used to dig that about it. So when I came back, I was like, oh, it seems a lot more like corporate. Yeah, well, you you were here for the chocolate, right? Yeah, bro. You remember the chocolate days? Late nineties, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like it was it was wild, but yeah. It, it was funny because, like, I used to even have a joke about that in my bit, too. Like, when I first started out, I was like, oh, uh, shit. Oh, when I moved to D.C., it was 73% black. And now it's 42% black. I think we need to rename this bitch Chocolate Chip City. <laughs> That's funny. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, or, like, Oatmeal Raisin or... Isn't but it, it tripped that first year of it tripped me out because it was so. Did you recon- did you consider moving back? Like, okay, I can live here. Oh, abs- where DC? Yeah, or were you like, no, I'm not moving back because well, like, it's not the traditional DC I know. Well, I mean, like, okay, let's keep it. Like, I'm gonna keep it a buck. No, keep it a uh, buck. But like, in all honesty, because always. I always feel like people that are like, oh, like I'd like I'd go back and live in the hood. I got love for the hood. Never really lived there. You know what I mean? Because when I left, I'm like, hey, deuces. Like I don't want to come back here. It was yeah. terrible. Like I got picked on all the fucking time. Like it was just. It's like two a.m. and like you know, it, like it on Wednesday, and all of a sudden, just like you see her, like Sugar Bear, just bumping like three in the morning. I'm like, oh jeez, I get him with the go, bro. The first like few years I was here, I couldn't stand Go Go, because. Yeah, see? Those are fighting words. See, Be no, careful, no, I love it now. Teeth. Well, look. I, yeah, you learn to love it? Yeah, I learned to love it. But, like, okay. look. But, see, when I explain why I don't like it, people be like, oh, okay, that's why. It's because that's why. Because, like, I remember growing up, like, we first moved out here, they would just, like, it'd be, like, Tuesday at, like, what do you call it, 4 a.m. And then all of a sudden, just... <laughs> Do, 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 that whistle. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh my god, turn this fucking. Up. So I liked that the beat was fast. It was great, but it like killed my sleep. So I started yeah. just hating. I was like, oh, I hate. Is that how you develop your insomnia? It started in the yeah. go go. Yes, it did. It all start. It's all starts from go go. But like, I love it. It's it's fucking fantastic to watch live. I love the culture behind it. Right. It's like, yeah. I think I appreciate it more. I didn't even know go go existed until. You know, I moved here, but yeah. like, I like it. It's creative. You got covers of stuff, but also my experience isn't Latif's experience. Like I didn't have neighbors blasting it. It wasn't, I didn't develop any negative associations with it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it could have been anything really. It could have been bumping like opera and I've been like, oh, fuck Pavarotti. You know, <laughs> like, I just, it could have been anything really. It just happened to be that. Cause that's like the music of DC and stuff. You get a little older and like you hear it and then you see like girls dancing to it. And you're like, yeah, I love it. You know, like, so, <laughs> yeah, babe. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna beat my feet right about now. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's just, it's so weird to see it. Like, especially like in most, it's just not even necessarily the people and stuff like that. It's just like the construction of it and everything too. Like, 
you know, the circle, like, on that New York app, like, where that Wendy's is, like, all different than what I remember it used to being, and, like, you know, I'm like, oh, 14th Street, prostitution time, and, you know, and then, like, you go down there, and, like, there's people walking with, like, their baby strollers and stuff, yeah, and, like, it's a family-friendly like, area, and, bro, like, I grew up by the wharf, like, in Southwest D.C., are you, like, kidding, like, when I grew up there, it was just nothing but, like, a Phillips, Zanzibar, it was just fish markets, there was, and it was, like, a club H2O and they had like some weird like motels where like all the prostitutes would go. Oh, that whole area, that whole area, so weird. Like they had that, you said like the Southeastern mall right there. And like, and then if you keep going down the way, you used to have like this Nexus gold club, like strip club and like this stage. It's so grimy. It's, and like, this yeah. is like the whole Navy Yard area. So coming, going from that to like, you know, just fending off fucking weirdos and crackheads and like, all, and all the, the goings on that happens at like, not the greatest of neighborhoods. To come back now and see the warp blue, like, I was like, it looks like Dubai, bro. Yeah. I, it, bro, like, I wish I recorded the first time I saw I was just, the amount of just horrible stuff that has happened to me on this warp, just the fight, the yeah. just like the attempted robberies and people like just trying to holler at girls and getting shot down. Like, oh my God, like it's and just the smell because it's so like, and then to see it now just threw me off like crazy. I, it blew my mind a lot more it's just from where I grew up. As opposed to, like, the rest. I mean, the rest of D.C. for the most part, you know, there's things that, like, remind you of the old, like, D.C. and stuff. But South, Southwest, I'm like, that stadium. <laughs> like, there's a stadium. Like, there's a stadium. Yeah. Like, I've never, I was like, wow, there's a baseball stadium here. That that whole, like, that whole area, oh, one of the greatest. Like, it's just, it's funny seeing it now, man. It blows my mind. So, it, it's, like, weird, like. I'm f it's funny because like I'm from here, but a lot of times because of all the gentrification how it is now, I feel like I'm not from here. It's irrecognizable. Yeah. So like, a lot of times like I'll get people, you know, you know me, I'm talkative, I'll talk to people and they'll talk to me like I don't know the area and they know the area because they've been there for like a decade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it'll be one of those things that I'm like, and I'm like, wait, where do you think I'm from? Like, just because I don't, like, know where this, like, part of DZ, because I've never, like, it wasn't here 15 years ago, doesn't mean yeah. that I don't, like, yeah. Just, you know, with stand-up going and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, when it comes to DC, I mean, that's why, that's always the going thing with DC Comics, because if you think about it, every time a DC comic gets put on, the first thing they do is blow down. They go to LA. They get, oh, they go to, New like, York. New York or LA. Like, Chappelle went with New York, I guess. Yeah. Then, but like you know like a lot of them just went to one or the other because you could only go so far here in comedy if you like you, okay the i the the pro the like the concept of you selling out like you know a stadium or something like that here if only doing comedy here i mean you could do it but it will take you like 30 years it will take you to a accumulate long time the audience to come in the audience like you know just do it keep hosting these open mics and do like these theater shows you know and stuff like that and then one day like so you can only go so you can't really that's not really a possibility realistically it's not really yeah. a possibility so what's the furthest you can get at being a comic in dc a regular at the improv that's it that's about as like and granted it's like 2021 now young so you can assume popularity in other ways and stuff but like tiktok and whatnot yeah, yeah but like the network aspect of it and all that like you know you've got new york you have la atlanta got like a comedy scene popping off there that's but true do you so as a comic what's the end game for you like what's like what can you achieve and say oh mama i made it 
you know what's that moment for you because every comic has a different idea like is it a be i want to be in a movie i want to be in i want to just want to be doing stadiums oh i, I want a series i wanted this oh bro, i always say the same thing like i all my entire goal with this stand-up thing is to be as funny as i can be in front of as many people as i possibly can like if a decade from now i'm performing in front of a stadium oh my god like even if it's for free i swear to god i'll be yeah. like dude i just performed in front of a stadium you know like that's so that's essentially my goal and in all honesty like you know i'm a huge like lakers fan like that's kind of like my team in basketball and skins and football yay but like mm -hmm. it, so you know it's that whole thing where like kobe was my guy for like you know i'm the boss it was just one of those things where like i always like the whole thing about him saying you know just kind of not necessarily putting all your eggs in one basket kind of concept of it so I f at the end of the day, I feel like if you just concentrate super hard on whatever chosen profession you're trying to do, as opposed to concentrating on what can come out of it, you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. like, I take that concept from fighting too. Like everybody that started out fighting, that's like, oh, I want to be like the next Conor McGregor and like have suits and stuff like that. Don't really last that long. But most people that are like, hey, I'm gonna try do it, you know, build myself up and be like as best of a martial artist I can possibly be tend to stay in it for the long run so like it just if that's what your goals are gonna end up being is like hey i want to be in tv i want to be in movies like okay great fantastic goal and stuff like that but like a lot of times if you're just looking for the jewels you know you'll end up missing like the road to get there you know you gotta love the journey yeah. that's what you're saying okay yeah so i just I just want to be as funny as I can be to as many people as I possibly can be. If that means through the vacuum of like the internet, television, movies, whatever, whatever. Just that's all I really want to do. Like, granted, I don't stand up is where it would be for me. Like, it, it's I don't know. Like the it, internet comedy is interesting though. Like a lot of I've noticed a lot more comics have kind of ventured that way. Even like stand-up comics. Like they do TikTok videos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they kind of do like one or both. Or like sometimes you'll be seeing them that they kind of like, they'll start doing it and then you'll get attention for it. And then you'll start, you know, going more towards there as opposed to getting stage time and stuff. So you'll see that it's like the best description I ever heard of like with stand-up comedy. I actually heard it not too long ago, but like it was uh, i think it was from that sh like that Chappelle podcast thingy but they were saying that stand up comedy now it's like a you know it's like an older genre if you think it's more like jazz you know what i mean like it'll yeah. just, it'll say it'll be around like people you know will be listening to it and appreciate it and stuff but it, you know there's like different versions of comedy right now you know you can go and do a tiktok and blow up tomorrow yeah, have like hundreds of thousands of millions of followers if you really want yeah you know? you're right you're right and I think it's shifting in that way and um I don't know if which comedy is necessarily the right one yeah. I, don't, I don't know if there is a right one but it's, like I've seen shit like the internet stuff it's funny you yeah know? but it's so quick I feel like comedy requires a certain level of attention Bruh. you gotta show up you gotta have an open mind you gotta be able to conceptualize ideas but with these TikToks, it's kind of like very fast. It's like quick humor. It's like it's like the fast few. It's like the McDonald's of comedy well, where you have like the Outback. You guys are like the Outback. Yeah, like, but I kind of feel like it's like one is affecting the other where like people's attention spans for comedy are getting like smaller and smaller. So those, long, that. So those long bits are not necessarily as like, you know, as solid as they as they are, because I have like long bits and like you got to just, you know, make like little mini jokes in between to like keep people's attention and stuff as opposed to like the overall story and anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, you could tell people are like eh, funny, like, you know, laugh, make me laugh, make me yeah, laugh like, no, no, no. right now. So 
it, it you could tell it's a little different. You could tell a lot with younger crowds, like because like I get it, like at Feyre's, like every once in a while, like and I mean like younger, like like late teens, early twenties crowd, like you'll just like, like if you don't catch their attention within the fir- bro within the first thirty seconds to a minute, it's phone, it's all like all the time, and bro that hurt my soul. It happened one time where like. Like, you ever see me do stand-up? Like, I move around a lot. Like, yeah, you're very yeah, active on stage. Yeah. And like, oh, my God. Like, Bus Boys and Post, that was, like, me. Like, bro, if I guess I asked Yannick if that mic was cordless. Because if that, <laughs> bro, you see, you even see me. Like, if if that mic is cordless, bro, I'm getting off it. I'm, like, walking around. It's like, yeah. You're going in the audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. very much. Which, I mean, it's dicey, but, like, I feel like I'm harmless. So, like, people never, like, look, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like, hey, look at me. I'm a clown kind of thing. So, people never really get threatened by it. But I always think about that. I'm like, if I walk around, someone's just like, hey, bro. Did you, <laughs> do you ever feel exhausted or drained from the expectation to be funny as a comic? I mean, I guess it just depends on, like, what you're doing. So, for example, like, you know, on stage, you're doing your bit, you do your work. Yeah. And then, like you're off stage and somebody recognizes you as a comic and they're like say something funny you know do something funny do you ever feel like that's kind of annoying i'm not here for that i feel like a lot of times we objectify artists right because they make us feel a certain way i haven't gotten it with stand-up i've gotten it with fighting really but i haven't gotten put me in a headlock yeah like i've gotten Especially with comedy, it's always funny because, like, I used to have that bit about, like, being a pro fighter. But it's like I said, I haven't done it in, like, a few years. So, you know, I always feel, like, a little cheating to, like, say that I do it. But when people did hear that and they would just be like, oh, bro, like, teach me. Yes, teach me something was always a thing. And, like, you Mm -hmm. start teaching comics. It's such a funny, bro, like, the difference in between working on, because, I've never had, like, except for doing that lift that one time, I've never had, like, any other gig that wasn't fighting-related. It's either been, like, fighting pro or being, like, teaching classes or, like, teaching private. All fighting-related. Yeah. yeah, or, like, like even, like, the, I, when I first moved out, like, I worked at a front desk. at a, You know, like, it's yeah. all fighting-related. So I, like, <laughs> never had anything just, nothing, nothing, like, taxing, like, you know? So... <laughs> So it's just it, so it's just one of those things where it when you tell people that you're like a pro fighter, it, it always ends up being one of those things. You know, it's like a, it's like an immediate badge of like badasses. You know what I mean? Like if you tell somebody you're a pro fighter, you're like, okay, regardless of whatever goes down, like he can fight. At least I know that. But you know what I mean? Like at worst, like maybe I can like take it, maybe I know, but at least I know he can fight. Like you don't, you know, like at least that much. It's not going to be some kind of weird spectacle. So it's so. You you immediately have that. So what ends up happening is because people know you for for that, like they don't necessarily like. I mean, if they, I mean, it doesn't happen like you know. Sometimes it happens and stuff like that. But people generally leave you alone and stuff. Like that. And because of that, you you can like kind of let your guard down a little bit. You know, be a little more vulnerable and stuff. Like if you ever like hang out with fighters and stuff like that, one of the nicest like dorkiest motherfuckers in the world. Because at the end of the day, like. I f- like fight other like grown adults in a cage. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're not bullying. Yeah, kids I'm not at the trying to be like a badass. Yeah. So there wasn't like a lot of workplace drama. Like it never really had. Like don't get me wrong, it happened like every once in a while, but very few, far in between. Because at the end of the day, we're gonna punch each other. You know yeah, what I'm saying? We're both like, like equipped. To why do are that? we having beef? No, no, no. I mean, like regardless of whether we have beef, no beef. You're cool with me. I'm not cool with you. We are punching and kicking each other. Like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen, boss. So, it, it just, you don't necessarily have to, like, have that drama in, like, the workplace because, you know, you can always 
just hash exalt, it out. Yeah, yeah, hash it out and stuff. Like and it happens like where people will take it up a notch, and then that. So do you guys actually organize like a fight? Like, hey, you didn't file those expense reports. Meet me in the dojo. Oh God, no, no, no. It, but it's like you when you start doing like I mean I guess they don't really do them now anymore. Well, maybe they do like smokers and stuff where it's it's fights being held at like certain gyms where other gyms will go and fight the you know the guys in that gym and you know the, it's mm-hmm. it's not it's you can fit like 50 to 100 seats you know like little chairs around the ring and usually yeah. like you know most boxing gyms have like a ring and they'll just do it that way that's most of the time like how smokers are you know it's just that one-on-one kind of thing oh that's what they're called smokers yeah one-on-one people yeah so okay it, it's so it's just one of the things where you're just going to end up punching each other, like, you know, regardless. So you don't necessarily have to have that drama. You know, you can be, it's yeah. really a You're also going to watch what you say, right? I'm not, because, like, I know you have the capacity to hit me. So, like, I'm not going to take it too far for the, the sake of my own physical well, yeah, safety. But, like, I mean, I've had, as an adult, like, kids, obviously, you get in fights all the time. But, like, 18 and up, I've had two fights in my entire, like, as an adult. It just... Because you end up spending your day trying to, like, not get choked out or get, like, kicked in the head. So you don't really want to, like, start drama and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, like, on the outside. That just usually ends up happening because, like, you haven't fought in a while or something like that where it kind of ratchets it up. So you end up being ridiculously chill. You don't have any workplace drama and stuff. And then, like, you go to stand-up comedy and stand-up comedy is like the complete opposite. You don't have a badge of badassness. You have a badge of like being a jester. Like you just said it right now. Like, hey, tell me a joke. Say something funny, funny boy. Like, yeah. hey, hey, come here on. we are now. Yeah, like make me, us. like make me laugh and stuff. So what ends up happening is like the com- complete opposite, of like security being a fighter. Because you're like, well, at the end of the day, we're gonna fight me. Like, well, you know, it's gonna, ha- you know, you it's it's insecurity because you're you're basically looked at as a like as a fool as a court jester. So there's a lot of insecurity going on in like stand up comedy. So a lot of times what ends up happening is like there's a lot and I like. Jeez, I don't. I, you could tell me like in like regular workplaces, but there is so much. Just stand-up comedy drama. It's yeah. like the most ridiculous. You got thing more ever. laughs than me, and I got more laughs than it, you. That, hey, like yeah. just putting people on, not pe- not putting others on. Like take like taking somebody from one show to another, poaching like venues. Like you'll get comics that will come to your spot and like try to put a show in like the place that you've been like you know like stuff. It's because there's so it's just there's just so much like you know biting going on and stuff like that. So like when I first started, it was one of the things where I'd start and like I didn't nobody knew what I who I was like what I did and stuff like that. And then like they would say something to me and I you know, I'd look at them side at it and be like, Do, am I gonna have to fight this motherfucker? Like, you know what I mean? Like right now and it, Like something passive aggressive? Yeah, like and it's funny because I mean make it like a, even like a racial thing in, in all honesty like even like the black comics is cool and all like that it tends to be like uh, I don't know it's like the wider comics are a little bit more like it's it's just funny that's what it ended up happening in the beginning Yannick like, said that too on this podcast yeah. he was talking about how the kind of how comedy at least in DC is very based on like race or like well I, okay or ethnicity Okay, <laughs> we're about to break down the DC comedy scene real quick. Yeah, as like somebody like well, even Yannick too, he does mad shows, but like mm-hmm. it's it, okay. There's like crews, right? You've got to click here, you've got to click there, you've got to click there, you've got to click there. And yes, it's true. Like it, it, it like what what he was talking about, how it's like pretty racially based. Because if you think about it, like we were talking about earlier, about the highest you can possibly get in, in like, DC is like, like a regular, is like yeah. a regular at the improv. 
So, like, so what's the ideal comic that, that the overlords of comedy are looking for in DC? <laughs> okay, uh, probably can't doesn't identify with anything. <laughs> I am invisible, like a neutral. <laughs> yeah, just in every shape, way, or form. It's 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 different, man. Like I say, it and like it does seem like racially based to a certain to a certain point, but it also seems very timely that these cliques are people that hung out with each other on the come up, and they're all super cool with each other now. And it was called, and now it's hard to get in a club. And it does happen to be that most of them are of the white persuasion. And it's, it's you know, and it's funny because, like, getting put on shows, it's always hilarious how, like, showrunners in this area will treat you. Like, the black showrunners will just keep it a buck with you. Like, I'm yeah. full... Hey, like I don't know you. I know these three guys. Like, and and in all honesty, that I appreciate that. Like, you know, just to keep it a thousand. Like, just tell me exactly what's up. Whereas, like the white comic promoters won't. They won't necessarily. Okay, like I'll get this all the time. Where like they'll big me up like crazy. What do you like, mean by that? Like, okay, like on social media stuff, they'll be like, oh. Uh, what what shows are out there in the DC area? I'm coming in from someone, and Latif got this going on. Latif got that going. Like, I'll give you a perfect story. Like, someone did that, and I'll just keep the name out. And like, he runs a show, right? So he's like bigging me up and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, let me get on your show, bro. And he goes, send me an audition. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, and look, fine. I you may okay, maybe you don't know, and maybe you've never seen me do stand up. Yeah. He's seen me. I've been before him, like on oh. shows, and like have done well. Like, don't I'm not saying I was like Eddie Murphy raw or something, but like I got, you know, like it was funny. I got laughs and stuff. So like, it's kind of like weirdly sneaky. Like they won't ask me to go on shows, but like, like another one, like every like every few months or so, he'll just like DM me, be like, hey, hope everything's good, bro. Like you doing your thing, keep it up, like. Like, why are you dealing me yeah. if you're not, like, gonna put me on? Are you just trying to, is it like a, a is, is it like white trick? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're trying <laughs> to, like, trick. you know what I'm saying? Like, they, look, they, I, they, I learned a new white trick because, like, I got to get a new car. Yeah. And, like, I learned a new white trick is Subarus. Bro, like, I didn't, come on, man. Ain't nobody in the hood driving a Subaru. Like, it's just not happening. So, like, I was, like, picking the cars, and then somebody was, like, yeah, get yourself a Subaru. I'm, like, a Subaru? And they were, like, no, bro. That shit lasts, like, all-wheel drive. Like, it's, I was, like, really? And then I look it up. I'm, like, oh, my God, that is a, it's a car that, like, no minority has ever heard of. Yeah. Ne- I have never heard of any black, Spanish, like, Asian? Not really. Like, I've only uh, seen, like, any. I think fight. of, like, Pacific Northwest, like, white people. Yeah. Like, Seattle, Portland. Oh, yeah. oh, I've seen them, like, when I walked up there. Yeah. It's all the whites. It's white tricks. It's it's funny as hell. That's. So you said being a DC um, comic is like. You said being a regular at the DC improv. That's really. That's, like, the ideal of how far you can go. Yeah. Do you get paid to be a regular at the DC improv? Is there a monetary. Um, Yes. Reward for it's, that. Uh, yes, I'm going to assume it ain't that much. Probably like 100 a show or something like that. Yeah, less probably. What? Like I, 50, I would, I would yeah. think, yeah, to just, yeah, something to that nature, maybe 75. I mean, I don't know, so mm. don't take my word for it. But yeah. like, me personally, 50 here, 50 there, 75 here, 50. Like, it's pretty much for the most part. That's, that's why I'm doing like that show tomorrow. Yeah. 
because that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. What do they say? It's uh, luck meets preparations, opportunity. Yeah. Whoa. That's uh, that's that's D. Who said that? I have no idea. Is that I'm you? Like, no, I'm sure like some coach somewhere was like. It's Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I heard it in some gym before someone punched me in the face. <laughs> Opportunities. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I say I forgot it now. You're at Cobra Kai Dojo. Hey, it's an actual gym. That's so. an actual gym. Yeah, someone took that uh that name Cobra Kai and like you know incorporated into it. Like, in the movie. No, it's a pretty legit like MMA gym. Have you been? No, I thought somebody that is from Cobra Kai. <laughs> was he? Did he try to like sweep your leg? <laughs> he sweep the leg. He just came in with a sl- <laughs> sleeveless gi top. Yeah. Head, this headband. No mercy. No mercy. No, no, it's actually legit. But there's a lot of like funky MMA gym names. It's like a Crazy 88. That's an MMA gym. Crazy name. 88. From um, Kill Bill. What was your dojo called in LA? If you want, if you want to shout them out. There's, that's way too many of them. I mean, oh, so you weren't like committed to one? You just trained at a bunch. Like, I trained at a bunch, but like it would, I would alternate because there would be like a like a base one. Like when I first moved out there, I was like training at uh, in Hollywood and like Hollywood swing. Yeah, yeah oh, what's his name? It's Tiger Heart Gym, and then geez, now if I tell you the whole like thing, and then Verdum Combat Team with Fabrizio Verdum, and then PKG in Westwood, and then CMMA. And then in between the other spots, I can't remember now. It's That's it's, dope. It's a long creative day. names for dojos. Yeah, they do make some pretty creative ass names for dojos. They don't really do it for comedy clubs, now, do they? Yeah, it's always like the comedy store, the comedy cellar, uh, the comedy improv, the Chuckle Hut. The Chuckle Hut. <laughs> I wouldn't go to that one. No, I'd be concerned for my I, safety at the Chuckle I Hut. Chuckle is like somewhere in the projects. Is that? Yeah, and I just feel like it'd just be like a very creepy area, like a very creepy club, like. With a chuckle hut. Hey, there's <laughs> no. Chuckle. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any like hood com. No, there's a few like in, in there that are popping up now, like more in the uptown area. There's one. Heaven and Hell isn't really a comedy, but they have like a open mic. But that's like in Adams Morgan area. It's like right here, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about like the rougher parts of the city. Like they don't really necessarily have like a comedy. Like scene. There's nothing to laugh about out there, man. That's yeah, true, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very honest. No, well, I mean, in DC, you pretty much have what the DC Improv. Is that the biggest? I think that, that's, that's the most the famous one. one yeah. yeah, that's that's where like all the biggies that come to DC will perform there. Improv, like Dave yeah. Chappelle and all those. Well, guys. I mean, no, like Chappelle just go to like the stadium or theater or something like that. Yeah, but, like you know, like um, I'm trying to think, like in my late night Uber driving, I picked up like. With these couple of girls named where we were coming from a Pete Davidson show. Where did he perform? At the Improv. Improv, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, Would you want to be on SNL? Oh, no, man. Like, I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm going to keep it a book, man. No, no, I wouldn't. And then, like, if they ask me, like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, so... I mean, if they, I got the offer, I would, but... I would, but, like, I don't... Like, sketch comedy, I don't, like... I don't have any experience in it. Like, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm sure you could learn. I haven't <laughs> taken like an acting class and shit like that. I just do stand up, bro. Yeah, like I would, I would much rather prefer to be hired as a writer on SNL as opposed to like an actor on SNL. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, uh, it's just it just sees both. I mean, obviously you'd get more popular doing it, being in front of the camera. But, but I mean, but it ain't you know that whole like factory that they had kind of dying off, you know. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, that used to be the formula back in the day. You look mm-hmm. at a comic, then you get on Saturday Night Live, and then you move from there, and you start making movies, and then, you know... That was it. Adam Sandler. What's his name? I was thinking, oh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Um, 
Who's the other guy? The blonde guy. Oh, there's a million of them, bro. God, Shit, David like, Spade. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. There's oh, a, there's a Chris million. Chris Farley. Yeah. They all did that. It was like the tube. Yeah. You go through the training so, camp. So and then, now. Now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, there's no direct path well, now. I mean, think about it because you can use the same idea. We're talking about the top five actors right now. With Definitely not seen as like a respectable um, oh, God, job. No. 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 You immigrants yeah. come in this country. Oh, hello, mom and dad. I want to be a fighter. Like, you think that would think that went well? It's like oh, we, we left Africa for the fighting, man. Uh, that did not go well at all. They've never. Well, I mean, I get it. They're parents, so they've never seen me fight. Yeah. But I that that like that's not as a rarity. You know what I mean? There's other fighters I know plenty of them that their parents cuz they don't see their like their kid get fucked up. Was your know? mom like scared of you like, "Oh my god, it's so dangerous?" Absolutely. Yeah. Like both my parents. Were they like, "But they saw you fight on TV, right? You said you were on no, they cable not, access. They have They've never seen, seen fight period." Wow. Do you yeah. not want them to show up because it's going to throw you off or like when you were no, doing it, you don't do it anymore. But. No, I don't I don't think it would have thrown me off or anything. But like it's understandable, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I get them not wanting to come, you know. Do they see your stand up? No. Do you intentionally not let them come because of the content? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'm trying to think of like my like my brothers have gone uh, like my sister's seen my the siblings. Yeah, they, they've all seen it. Like I'm trying to think of like that. My uncle came. To watch me do stand up in DC, that's but he's like, you know, like everybody has that one, like the cool uncle, yeah, the cool uncle. It was the yeah. cool uncle, that the kunkle, the kunkle yeah. showed up, yeah, no, no, it would, it would terrify the hell out of me if like my parents saw my set. That's gonna be that's a point of my life that like I'm, I'm gonna hate, but I'm also going to love because I'm never gonna mention it to them. There's gonna be a point in time where I can't avoid it. When you get big, yeah. So if that at that point ever happens, it's gonna suck because it's gonna be it's a long conversation about like my material and stuff like that. But it's gonna be good too because I'm not having that conversation with them until I can't avoid it. And when I can't avoid it, means I'm doing well. That is a really good way to put it. That's how I'm, I'm hoping that's how it's going. And there's no way of of them trying to kill your dreams because the dreams have already been accomplished. Yeah, but that's a. Uh... We've been talking for a minute though. I think we've had a really juicy conversation. Oh fuck! I should probably let's shout out your your um. Uh, fuck it! Fuck all my socials and stuff. That's you uh, know me. I'm, I'm gonna link it anyway. I'm well, gonna... it's not even. No, no, I'm gonna do it anyway because I need to get more followers than like my mom and my weed dealer. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm one of those types. I really don't have very Sh- much. Shout it out at Latif Idris one because someone took Latif Idris. Yeah, you gotta fight him. I know. Give him I, that Muay Thai. Yeah, I know. I'm just gonna probably. Can I do? Can I have it for like a hundred bucks? Come on, dude. Just can we switch? <laughs> but yeah, so it, there's a there's a there's a link on there in my bio. And now I'm trying to think of more like social media stuff other than in IG. What's your LinkedIn? I don't, I don't even have that. More so for. So her. Instagram's like your main. I mean, I'm gonna link your Instagram in the bio. Yeah, too, that's so. pretty much it. Then like Facebook. Facebook's more for like you know your international family members and oh. What's up? What's up? That is every East African's like every East yeah. African I know has WhatsApp. I have to mute my WhatsApp because it can get pretty hectic with the uh, like every like East African. Every that's an East African. Every foreign person that I know has a foreign yeah, yeah. has a WhatsApp on there. If you don't got WhatsApp, I don't want her. Yeah. You, can end, you can end the podcast on that If yeah. you don't have WhatsApp out of water yeah. Thank you so much uh, Latif uh, Thanks for having you me have to come back. Thank you so much everybody for listening Take care, I love you all Keep listening, keep sharing Arr.